Like a well-placed drawing pin, a flicked fountain pen that goes unnoticed, or a stealthily laced together pair of shoes, listening to Nostalgiatron makes you feel like you've gotten away with something you shouldn't have. A stealthily laced together shoes. I'm looking forward to understanding why <laughs> lacing shoes is even related to mischief. Welcome back to Nostalgiatron, the podcast about growing up in the 80s and 90s. I'm your host, Mike. And I'm Owen. And today we are podcasting about... Mischief. 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 You were saying before we started recording, it's a funny word, mischief. It sounds kind of cool. I like the word mischief. Yeah. It sounds kind of old school, but still very relevant. Like, mischief as well. Do you think it's actually like the combination of those two things originally? I don't really understand what it means. Somebody missing a chief. Yeah. You got, I really missed the chief. Well, got, did the chief go missing? Delib- like he he got pinched. He like, hid himself, and that's why it's called mischief, because they missed the chief, because he was hidden. Yeah. No idea. No idea. We haven't looked up the origins of the word mischief, <laughs> but <laughs> we have made some notes. We did, we did make some notes, but yeah, mischief. It's interesting, because most of the ones you've done up until now have followed a kind of more... I mean, this is more behavioural, isn't it, than it is necessarily... Yeah. Like scenarios like the other ones are just like the other ones have basically been pretty I think like the games. mischief we're gonna be talking about is quite specific to that time frame or age that we were as well because I mean, we checked with our lawyers and, and yeah. they said like as long as it's twenty years has gone by then it's all good. We so, sent a list of three hundred things that um we defined as being mischievous and <laughs> they sent back us a list of ten that were okay to air. Yeah, and uh this is why we both live in Spain. Yeah. <laughs> Naughty. Um, Costa del Cry. Yeah, yeah. I even moved away from Costa del Cry to get up here. That's, that's, that's how serious it's gotten, yeah. You know, you're just standing out. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to probably keep the type of mischief quite PG-13. No, none of my mischievous events have got illicit substances in them. Would you, would you, would you feel comfortable in a podcast talking about events post-17, 18. Yeah, but... In detail. I'd, I'd give it the same different... level of detail that you talk about your younger years. It would be a different podcast under a different name, and then I'd do it, yeah. Look out for uh, Mike's Early Tales, coming <laughs> yeah. soon, narrated by Bob. <laughs> Michael Lord, a.k.a. Mike Design 78's Early Tales. <laughs> God, Sam Pipes on 78 really has given you away in an online perspective. <laughs> you, can be, you can literally be found on... Definitely going to be bleeping that one out. What happens if you Google that? If you Google it? I don't know. I think that's probably the thing that got Googled when one of my students in my class a few weeks ago Fire. started Googling me in class and then said... How do they know, uh, so, how do they know about my design 78? I think it must have been... How does relate to your school? I think they put in my name and then my Twitter account came up and then they saw it as Mike Design 78 and then somehow... That just unlocked your digital world. Yeah, and then, and then five minutes <laughs> they later... They were logging on to Pornhub. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my premium account, extra premium. Loyalist Gold member. member. Yeah. Gold member. They should like definitely Austin do Powers memberships films, for Pornhub memberships. <laughs> it's got a whole new name. Yeah. <laughs> Mike's Hub. It's like my own page on there. It's like sharing some of the dividends with the particular other. 
No, so like 10 minutes later, <laughs> this student was listening to this very podcast. Well, not this episode, obviously, because it's not it required time travel. But yeah, I think it was the one that started with me talking about someone needing a nappy. <laughs> <laughs> Such was my yeah. enthusiastic lovemaking. So um, yeah, I just got to hear that. That was great. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully they've forgotten about it now and they're not listening yeah, to every episode. You, was it? No, 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 it wasn't. <laughs> it, it wasn't Michael David at all. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Mr. David. Trying to think how I can spin this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, I've kind of, well, I came to the conclusion that I wasn't particularly, I wasn't a particularly a bad boy. <laughs> no, neither was I. Weird. I was not really a bad boy, but, <clears throat> but, yeah, def- but yeah, it's, um, back to the question, would you feel comfortable <laughs> with sharing an unedited 18 at the R-rated nostalgia song. I would not, no. <laughs> For aforementioned reasons, reasons yeah. <laughs> don't want one of my students coming up to me and patting me on the back and mentioning something I'm not going to mention now, yeah. So, what, so you're worried about parents, uh, sorry, student-teacher confidentiality? Oh, uh, yeah, ultimately just losing my job. Potentially being in prison. Do you think people look at you very differently yeah. in your classroom yeah. if they heard the real expose? Oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we'll do it under another name. Other name. <laughs> one day, one day. I've got a horrible feeling that some of this stuff will probably come out when we've got uh, the cast of thousands coming over for Primavera this year doing a multi-man podcast, multi-person. <laughs> Five guy. Five guys. Yeah. Five guys. Does he get six? Yeah, basically the, the laptop will be Nick Lorimer's mum. It's going to be six guys. Six guys. Maybe even seven. So all of us surrounding the... Six. Yeah, well, we can do other mic as well, so... The six-way, the five-way, the six-way. Either way. What are we going to talk about? I don't actually know. Well, we did maybe say festivals, but... I don't really have much nostalgia for festivals. I wasn't going when I was like three years old. No. We should just talk about random group tales. Yeah. Friends. The Friends cast. Friends cast. Sounds so cheesy. But yeah, well, it's going to be well. Let's see how it goes. It'll be interesting. Could be an absolute clusterfuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely will be. And it's going to be lots of editing, I think. We're not, we've never done a podcast when we've been drinking. Well, we've done one when we were drinking, but not necessarily uh, a lot. No, this one might never get released, so you might be listening to something which is never going to appear. Yeah. But if it does... Look out for it in about, what, a month's time? No. Yeah, in yeah. about yeah. Um, slightly over yeah. six weeks. Okay, so um, you found out that you weren't a very naughty boy. I found out I wasn't a very naughty boy <laughs> So either. yeah, though, thanks for listening to the Stanford yeah, It's been a good one. <laughs> really enjoyed that one. one. Yeah. It's good. Punchy. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I think that most of my... I mean, I don't think I was ever a, a saintly child. No, no. I mean, really, like, I think I told you before about the time that I, well, I was very have, young. have children ever been saints? Inadvertently, yeah, I'm sure. Inadvertently. Like, little cherubs, are, aren't they saints? Are they saints? Good question. Does we look both like looked a bit like cherubs when we were younger, actually. We both had, like, curly hair, didn't we? <laughs> we did. We were like the Romulus and Remus of the cherub <laughs> Who's world. Romulus and Remus? Do you know who they are? No. They're like the, um, the Roman twins. Oh, are they? They were raised by wolves. That's a fucking strong name, Romulus. Romulus. Remus Lesser. Remus. <laughs> it sounds like it's getting... Sounds like Remus. a sexual position, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've got Remus all last night. <laughs> exactly. 
Oh, it's your back. Where's your back look fucked? Yeah. Remusing. Why are you wearing the nappy again? <laughs> got remused. Remused. But yeah, but Romulus. So what did these two twins do? They just got raised well, by wolves. It, I don't know. I forgot really. I think they got kind of abandoned for some reason. They were the king's twins. They had curly hair. One had blonde curly hair. One had brunette curly hair. Oh, God, we really are Romulus. And re- I'm Romulus. Did you, I watched a documentary the other day about like three twins separated at birth. Have you seen it? No. What the fuck? It's the fucking most fucked up thing ever. There's like about three twins. Well, triplets, but oh. <laughs> but basically, like they, it's set in like the, maybe the early eighties in the USA in this kind of like average small town, not like a big city. And this guy get, turns up to kind you of say it's a documentary, or a, yeah, it's a documentary. This guy turns up to college one day, <clears throat> and he's basically just walking into the dorms for the first time and everyone in the college is like waving going hey welcome back and he's what? like oh this is like the friendliest college ever like everyone <laughs> girls running up to him giving him a kiss and saying so glad you came back and just kind of like he's like wow this is such a friendly place so yeah so he gets to his dormitory and this guy's like hey welcome back he's like i don't know what we're talking about it's my first day and he goes don't fucking shit us you're so and so he's like i'm definitely not so and so he's like then you've got twin brother and then they run to the phone box and they tell the twin brother and everyone's like, oh my God, like these twins were orphaned when they were kids. No. And they didn't know each other and they live in the same town and they are kind of like, like posting for pictures and it comes a bit of a kind of local news story. It gets yeah. quite famous. And then obviously somebody else reads it as a news story and then says, oh my God, God these are your fucking twins. <laughs> oh so then there's three of them and they become like, like nationally famous in the USA for being these kind of twins that we discovered. That is mental, isn't it? And the proper party lifestyle and stuff like that. Yeah. Know, who didn't even know each other. So, and then, but they're all quite similar in oh, personality. It's so, it's so cheesy. Yeah, oh God, they're identical. But then... So it's it, not nurtured. Then, it's not nurtured and it's nature. Yeah, that, that's... Mm. Well, you wait till you see the twist at the end of it. Oh, like, don't tell me that. I want to watch this. Yeah, yeah. it's really, really interesting. Is there... Is there is another well actually i'm not going to give it away but it's worth a watch it's really interesting um that and sounds amazing kind yeah. of quite surprising that you don't hear much about it but then yeah you can kind of understand a little bit why when it twists at the end but it's very interesting do they um do they get up into do they get up to, to some mischief, mischief yeah. good well diverted back on track did they get yeah lots of mischief like sex and drugs and rock and roll like these really clean cut fucking Twins. Yeah. they go on these talk shows and they're like so cheesy like they're all cross their leg at the same time and stuff I mean no, so no cheesy but they're really milking this kind of this triplet thing and yeah. being famous for like about all of the parties and shit as well like it was really interesting yeah I need to see this yeah well then you get the twist and the twist is even more interesting um Okay, so do you want to like kind of start with a certain category of mischief or well age I, I started with home Home at mischief. Home at mischief. Now remember, Where audience, this is PG thirteen stuff we're talking about. So. This is PG thirteen, indeed. Yeah, no R rated stuff going. Well, I don't know if I say R. I'm so fucking American. Yeah, yeah. Eighteen. No, eighteen. Fuck yeah. you with your R. Yeah. What does, what does it even R mean? mean? <laughs> Restricted viewing. Risque. <laughs> <laughs> Risque movies. Ahoy. But yeah, what does this mean? I don't know. What does PG mean? Parental guidance. Parental guidance. U, universal. Universal. 12. Yeah. Means you've got to be 12 years old. 12A means you've got to be 12 years old and accompanied by an adult. 15 means you've got to be, you guessed it, 15. 
Baby, who decides that at 15 you're allowed to see one thing? But Yeah, what's the difference between a 15 and 18 like, as well? What the fuck as well? Like, we live in the day of the internet. Why is this even fucking relevant anymore? They like, don't have it over in Spain, do they? They don't have ratings for films. Do they not? No. I remember the States, they don't either. I remember going to... I went to this is, should probably fall into the nostalgia tron uh, after hours one, but I remember when I, I was on holiday, we went to Disney World with like, one of my exes and one of my friends and his missus. And we stayed at this moderately okay hotel and everyone checks in and then after like two hours everyone is just scratching the fuck out of their bodies like and apart from me yeah yeah exactly anyway this. but anyway we had to go to the doctors in orlando and they'd all got impetigo whatever the fuck that is i didn't i was What's okay impetigo? So some skin infection it was oh, horrible. How from the hotel up? from the fucking hotel we stayed in um, but yeah, I remember sitting in the uh, doctor's surgery in Orlando while they were um, waiting to be seen for their impetigo. I don't know how I avoided doing it, but I did. And um, they were just showing Scarface on the TV. It was at, like Tuesday afternoon at 2 p.m. And there's yeah. like, people getting shot down, going, motherfuckers! Yeah, in the UK. Kind of fucking that. mountains of cocaine. Yeah, like at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And we wonder why they go shoot each other all the time. Um, R-rated. I think it's restricted. Must be. Can't think of what else it would be. But anyway, so yeah, this is definitely not eighteen rated. Give me, give me a, give me a home bit of mischief then. Home. I launched a, <laughs> I launched a matchbox style car at my mum once. Where did it go? Well, I hit the wall next to her, but I was very angry. And I do remember just <laughs> launching you it. You threw your toys <laughs> Yeah, I literally threw my toys Matchbox in. toys as well, of metal. Yeah, exactly. Like die-cast metal. But I remember feeling so guilty after doing this, even though I missed my the mark that I was never going to ever do something again. What did she do to cause you to have such I don't a know, but I don't know, but I remember this is, in my feeble little mind, this was me a breaking point throwing this like, matchbox car at my mum. <laughs> But for some reason, it scared me into... I'm not even sure if that counts as mischievous. This is fucking horrible. <laughs> Throwing things at your mother. Bear in mind, we've talked about people drop-kicking girls in the back of this podcast. So. Yeah, but it wasn't one of us two. It's that other savage. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I remember, like, um, a lot of my mischief would revolve around fireworks when I was younger. Fireworks? Yeah, yeah. Because I think our neighbours, don't know where they were getting them from, but they always had fireworks. I think their dad maybe just encouraged them. Whereas mine necessarily didn't want me to use fireworks unless they were around. Why do we use fireworks? Make it sound like, like drugs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Michael, no using of fireworks until daddy's there to watch you. Um, yeah, yeah. So I remember we used to do this thing, me and my friend. We had a green at the top of our road. Quite, it must have been maybe about 200 feet across. What's that in metres? Oh, I don't know. Tell me. Stop using fucking feet. Do you know what? Since we moved to Spain, I hate people using feet in yards now. Yeah, it's quite annoying, isn't it? It's so annoying now. It's like, really inconvenient. Get with the fucking programme, UK and yeah. fucking America. But what's annoying as well is that they use a mixture of the two. Well, UK is the one. fucking stupidest. It's like at least USA using some old school shit, but they are... Yeah, yeah weirdly proud and continuing to do so that's fair enough we're just the UK is stuck in the middle they use fucking yeah milliliters but they use fucking miles yeah the fuck I wonder who fucking actually sorts that shit out and why they don't I don't know it's like, the what metric was... system was invented by the French wasn't it so yeah. then <clears throat> I don't know maybe maybe the UK just didn't want to use it but I, do you reckon it was like some kind of monarchy or something 
Because what's it called? Imperial or... Imperial Pounds. Metric. Yeah, Imperial. Empire. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Um, um, I don't know what it's talking about. Completely lost the plot. You have completely lost the plot, but I... Oh, fireworks. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so, so my friend and I, who lived on this green that was 126.4 metres across, um, with a couple of trees on there. So it's, it's kind of ideal for like a, a standoff. So around about Guy Fawkes night, because I think that was the only time in the UK when we even have fireworks in New Year's, or maybe, maybe you would. But not, yeah. not, at, not at home, though. We used Stambra like, Lakes to watch the fireworks. Yeah, there'd be display. displays on. But I, I think, maybe, like, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe not for New night. Year's. Yeah, maybe mm. it was only fireworks night. I don't remember New Year's Day, but I remember fireworks night. Everyone used to go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made, well, speaking of mischief, mischief. Tell it to Brian Clough for a second. Speaking of mischief. Um, Actually, I don't really think it counts as mischief. And maybe I, and I'm sorry, kids, if I did just make this up in my mind, but we were very, very young, and I do remember this being this way. We went to watch the fireworks uh, at Sandra Lakes once, and I went in the dodging cars with Giz, and Giz started crying because I was getting smashed up too much. (laughs) But we were like five years old. (laughs) And maybe I did make that up. But in my mind, that happened. (laughs) So that, was that kind of mischief? Maybe fictitious mischief. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it happened. Um, right, yes, yeah, so we get so we get these fireworks, but but what we do is mostly like little mini rockets. We get those, but we'd make guns out of like like launchers out of toilet rolls. So we'd stick loads of toilet rolls together and like handles. paper paper launchers for no no paper paper cardboard launchers for for explosives. That yeah, sounds. But, but we'd line them with uh, tin foil. Aluminum ah, foil. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, a, yeah. that's a shit going on. Where did you where did you find that little hack? I don't know. I think my neighbour again. I don't know what's going on next door. What's going on? Fireworks Some like evil genius. Mm. How old were you at the time? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I reckon maybe like 14, 15. Okay. Um, yeah, we'd stand on either side of the, the green and fire <laughs> mini you rockets get fireworks from you? So your friend would have like stock of fireworks all year round? Yeah, yeah. We'd probably even have loads. It wouldn't be like hundreds of fireworks. That's probably have, like 10 each or something. Hardcore but. mischief. Yeah, yeah, fucking fire, launching fireworks at each other across the green. It's amazing. Did you ever hit each other? I don't think we ever did. I think we came close to one to like whizzing past your ear really quickly. Firework in the eye. You're going to blind you. They used to have adverts, didn't they, on TV about fire, firework safety. Yeah, I do actually remember that. And I just remember th- watching TV, I was thinking, what kind of twat plays with fireworks I, it was so drilled into me some of these things are so drilled into you as a kid no, those, hor- those pictures of horribly misfigured uh, children didn't put me off at all no but you just went up there and you and but wait, fireworks but yeah so, so your friend would have them all year round in stock no no I think it'd normally be around fireworks nights I don't know if he's just like when his dad, his got dad his would just go order, and stock up give me like 20 mini rockets as well please dad I bet, I, to be fair I bet your parents are pretty down with that because they must like, have known fuck. Doing it. no they probably encouraged it because any time that you're firing fireworks you can't be using battery operated toys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> old school just using the flame for that exactly um and the thing of the greek like so i always used to think that i was getting away with something because i would tell my mum and dad oh i'm just gonna go around to andrew's house who lived next door um like for a couple of hours and thinking yeah i'm actually gonna go to the green and launch how, fireworks how old have you been at the time so like 14 no i can't maybe it's younger than 14 I don't know. Early teens, maybe. I don't know. 
But yeah, yeah, so I'd go, I'd go around there thinking they couldn't see me. But actually, if you looked out the living room window, you could actually see the green from where we So they'd be like, they're probably watching these fireworks go off in the green, thinking, who are those two idiots <laughs> launching fireworks? The lamest fireworks display yeah. ever. And the green was actually like encircled by Zoom. houses as well. Zoom. <laughs> yeah. Did you do a firework impression firework? That's pretty, That's good, pretty good. Yeah. Zoom. That's like a lightsaber. That's fireworks can sound like lightsabers. Um... What's that called? What? <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. What, what are they called? Fo- no, what's the artist called? I could do all the sound effects for films. The artist? Maybe like, maybe like tapping on things. And they have like a little tray of like, it's rice. A, it's, a it name, like... it's a name for that. Yeah, people. yeah. Shit, what's the name? people. Yeah, in the, in the films. Oh, it's the something artist, they call them. I've never heard of this. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I think it means an F. I'll come back to it. Uh, yeah, so one, one of my types of mischief when I was a kid at home would have been fireworks. Uh, did you do anything else other than throw, throw things at your mum? Fireworks is quite... I mean, I still can't get over that. It's quite, that's quite dangerous. And like, your parents' dad just needs to give him the fireworks to go and play with. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit like kind of the UK equivalent of giving a kid access to a gun, in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. Well, I think what else are you going to have access to that can cause serious damage to somebody as a kid? Yeah, a gun could definitely kill kill you if you shot someone with it. With a yeah, mini, but we mini rocket it might burn a little bit. But... Yeah, exactly. But what else is there in the UK that could probably cause as much damage if you were just to play with it? Air which... rifles. They had air rifles as well. Air rifles. Yeah, yeah. Talking about mischief. Yeah, we used to like yeah. shoot shoot air rifle rifle pellets. I had a real I had a real obsession with weapons. <laughs> They had like weird little metal slugs, didn't they? Yeah, like, they were like kind of like chef's hats, but tiny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or the things you put on the end of a it joint. Fucking of, hurt if you end of a joint them. of meat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those kind of things, yeah. like chef hats. What are the point of those for me? I don't know. What did they do? I don't know. But you see them like on TV. And Is it like a little spike thing that you put into it? I think it's because you see the thunder of charred of the bone. Can get charred mm. or something? I don't know. I really don't know. Oh, the little bits that go on the bone, like the little legs, legs of lamb thing. Yeah, we've. If you catch us on social media, we're at High Nostalgiatron on Instagram and Twitter. And please do message us if you can tell us what those chef's hat things that look like air gun slug pellets are. They used to come in a tin as well, didn't they, those, those air gun pellets? Yeah. Used to yeah. do a bit of uh, air gunning and air rifling at the scouts, you see. So I was down with my weaponry. Right. But I used, to, weaponry. I used to want, like, I always used to want a fucking weapon. Like and I used to like knives think, and stuff. My friend had a, a butterfly knife. I had a butterfly knife. And I was thinking yeah, that's pretty yanks now. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. What's he gonna fucking do with a knife? In our neighborhood. Nobody's getting fucking stabbed in our neighborhood. <laughs> no. But it was cool to have a butterfly knife because you could what film was it where flick you, it open it was, it? That's a flick knife. But the butterfly knife you have to go. Yeah, because it's kind of like it's got I know, the handle it's very difficult to, it? Come back round, yeah. to to visualize this when we were just talking to you. But yeah. No, the flick knife is the one where you press a button and it flicks out. Yeah, it kind of flicks out on itself, so it kind of like yeah, yeah, goes, yeah. L- goes long. Yeah, yeah. With a butterfly knife, you have to kind of twist and flick at the same time. And then you used to get those other knives that used to be like fake knives that used to be able to stab someone with, and used to push it into the, the handle. Yeah. Remember those ones? Yeah. Everyone used to have those. Yeah. Everyone had one of those in the household. Yeah. That, is that is that considered a mischief? Kind of pretending to stab someone. I yeah, guess so. I remember like the best thing about going to France was the ability to buy bangers. 
Yeah. That was the yeah. best thing because they sent them to kids over there and over here we couldn't get bangers. No, no. And like occasionally getting hold of some bangers they were the fucking best. Putting them in like them an, here now, don't you? In you an notice? apple or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they love it in Spain. And then yeah. okay, and then quite more commonly the only thing along that 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 sequence is the devil snaps you used to get, which are those kind of bits of tissue paper rather than a gunpowder wrapped around them. Yeah. You used to launch the floor and this would be like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a really good snapping noise. Yeah, throw them down at people's feet and they start dancing Oh, around. God, this has just unlocked some serious memories. I used to, used to buy, get cap guns, didn't you? And these caps, like they used to, the trigger of the yeah. gun used to hit the cap and just make an explosion like a little noise. coil, wasn't it? Pretty paper cool. Coil. used to get a kind of coil of these. And mm. they were pretty, I don't think they're cheap as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like 20p a fucking, like a big, like you get a roll of them for a quid, which has got like 10 different. But like your local shop would just have them, wouldn't they? They yeah. always have caps. Yeah, cap always have caps. But you had two yeah. types. You had the ones like that. And then you had the ones with the plastic little plastic ones, ones that look, used to look like little red tiny hats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the more advanced weaponry. But they weren't as good because you couldn't kind of fire again, them off repeatedly, could you? How fucking. Like, I guess it's a, like a survival thing that boys like to play with weapons. Because I'm like, is it a brainwashing thing? Like, remember the... Oh, it's definitely a brainwashing thing, yeah. yeah. But is it though? Yeah, because if you... So if you think... You, think if you were born as a girl then, do you think your mum and dad would have bought you a cap gun? I don't think it's a brainwashing thing. And the reason why is I think it's not a brainwashing thing is because throughout human history, it would have been important for like... That's why kids play fight, <clears> because they've got to be able to protect themselves yeah. like, when they get to later life. Like this is why young animals do these kind of things. So I reckon it's got to do with that. I reckon that's why we have still have weapons and sort of like gl- glorify fighting as a as yeah, a kind the, of the necessity. Reason, the reason we have weapons is that our parents buy them because they know they've got to teach the young young buck to. Or can't be any they, geek on the street, Mike. You've got to be good. handy with a steel if you know what I mean. No, I think it's just because that gender role was so they talk keep. to them. Yeah, but I think that it's there's probably, probably, there's probably some kind of innate genetic thing. There, there is. I think like, there is. There is. But it's totally like useless. I reckon, I reckon it's 90% just coming from mm. assignment. From well, I think right? maybe there's a spark with the genetic side and the rest, there. there's a gap in the market for it. So, um, cap um, guns are cool. But cap guns are cool. And I used to get a 2P yeah. and wrap a whole that. thing of caps around this 2P. This was a rare beast of a treat, this was. Wrap it all the way around and then coat it in sellotape. And then he used to have to really throw it hard at the floor. Yeah, but yeah. the bang that motherfucker made that was, awesome. was amazing. Did you ever try Did you ever try and set them off with your thumbnail? Yeah, I was always worried to do that because yeah. I, I used to taste and smell horrible, didn't it? Yeah, you used yeah. to get a 2 p coin to actually kind of flick them off as well and to make them bang. That, that's, that's got a real particular smell, isn't it? That kind of gunpowder smell yeah, that Charles does spark nostalgia. Kind of, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely sparks nostalgia. But, but yeah, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Like, so back then it wasn't enough that your child had a realistic looking weapon that they could fire. It also had to make the noise. There'd be good kids yeah, like chasing each other around with these weapons, yeah. making noises. They wouldn't go down too well now. Would they it? cowboys and Indians? I don't think we did. I think it was just like two people shooting each other. I don't think we ever... But I think I've definitely been to a party where we played cowboys and Indians Did you give well. each other names? Did you no, but I, I remember I went to a party once think... and they were definitely playing like cowboys and Indians. Like, yeah. is that cool now? No, not at all. Genocide, yeah, the, the yeah. game. And yeah, like, why would you want to be an Indian in that situation as well? Because they're cool, so got bow and arrows. Yeah, but the other guy's got guns. Yeah, but when, no you chance, when you're a kid, it levels the playing field. Because <laughs> one doesn't fire guns and the other one's a bow and arrow. Did which you ever have those bow which... and arrows with a sucker on the end of it? Yes, but Did exactly. Did that ever work? Well, no, but <laughs> never got stuck it. on someone's forehead like you see in all the fucking <laughs> yeah, films. Yeah. 
But no, like that's that levels of playing field and then some to be an Indian because if you're a cowboy and you've just got a fucking gun which actually just makes a noise and you're an Indian and you've got a bow and arrow, that motherfucker's going to fire. Yeah, yeah. And potentially, I remember make a, I made a bow once because I was, um, <laughs> some reason I want to make a bow. So I got like this string and I got like this stick and I made a pretty good one and then sharpened like an arrow. <laughs> yeah. And then you survived off of that for a year in the wilderness. No, I didn't fucking do shit with it it wasn't that great but if i did probably could have worked it down. did it work yeah i mean not i don't think it would like in if i because it probably wouldn't have anything hard enough it would maybe if it had like a steel head in it it would pro- possibly cause a dent if in you smelted it down some iron yeah it's like it starts smelting in my garden <laughs> you have to get like super hot to like how do you get fires mega hot hey so you can get those pizza ovens to get really hot it's like but it's why like do the, they, but, but surely like the like, physics of it isn't it the shape is it? It's all contained within brick. Yeah. yeah. The bricks also like radiate the heat back. I don't know. I cut a long story short. I uh, yeah played some cowboys and Indians. Yeah. And it was it was quite fun. But... Did anyone not ever like just throw their gun at someone else? Maybe you did. You'd like throwing your toys at people. <laughs> so if you're like a, an Indian coming after. I don't actually remember having any any weaponry as toys. Not cap guns. We had cap guns. I think I had a, I had a friend that had a cap gun, or maybe oh, I really? had a cap gun at one stage, but I don't necessarily remember having any any weaponry. You can imagine getting up to some mischief of a cap gun. Can't you I remember my brother did actually. My brother had like a sword, and one. I say the, the, the cap pro- sword. No, like a just a plastic, but it was a hard plastic sword. Like it was a fucking yeah. Wow, well, you didn't want to get hit with it. Put it that way, and. Um, when he, when I used to be the master of winding my brother up, he used to be so annoying. He always used to be there and in the way, and so he fought quite a lot. So that was a primary cause of a lot of my mischief. And um, the problem was is that he used to, I used to have the psychological edge right. to try and just, just, just to be able to wind him up. And then he used to just pick up whatever came to hand and try and attack me with it. And if you ever got hold of the sword, which was a hard plastic sword, I think it was like a pirate style one. That's like not a cool. skimmer. What's it called? Like the curved a one. Skimmer, yeah. That that's gonna hurt. So, yeah, I think that's the only weapon I remember is that fucking sword. Um, uh, yeah. Other types of um, general mischief at home. Um, well, kind of. Yeah. I mean, it depends if a defend define as being at home. Once there's this annoying kid who lived up the road. There was an annoying kid that lived down the road. He wasn't really part of the core group. He was a bit of an outlier. He didn't have quite as many kids in his vicinity and he wasn't really accepted into any other groups. So the one down the road yeah. was just this weird kid and just kind of used to sit on his bike and like maybe 50 metres away just watch us playing football and then make a stupid noise and then cycle off. And then these were like 10 of us playing football. <laughs> these were 10 of us playing football. We'd be like, what the fuck? This guy like... He should just sit there on his mountain bike Probably 150 meters away, just watching us play football. Yeah, yeah. and then and then he'd, the ball would go towards him and he'd make some crazy noise and then just cycle off, <laughs> laughing. You get like Tourette's <laughs> or something. I don't know, but yeah, and, and and there's a kid that came out the road and he was he was equally, if not more annoying, because he actually kind of tried to integrate with our group and he was just had a bit of an arrogance to him and we're like, oh the fuck, are you? you're not part, <laughs> was of, was it? you're not part of our group. No, it was a kid. <laughs> Uh, you're not part of our group, and I think it was Giz actually that was that was that was the culprit with me in this crime. Was it? I think I did that. I don't know if you got. I don't know if it was, but it might might have been. And um, this guy came down, just started being kind of an arrogant prick on his bike. So I think me and plus one, I don't. It might have been Giz, somebody else. 
grabbed the front of the and this guy was a couple of years younger than us and we were like 14 grabbed the front of his bike he got the back of his bike we just bounced it up and down and so <laughs> did he came off the saddle <laughs> yeah exactly cause he was yeah, I don't annoying. know if it's just mischief but just bullying because he was annoying. Taylor bullying he was really children. fucking annoying and he trust me did not come back after that however what did come back was the fucking popo really yes the fucking mum called the police shit what the actual fuck? She called the fucking police. So I get a knock at the door. 14-year-old me. Naive as fuck. And there's a fucking police officer outside. And then, like, sits me down in the front room with my mum and starts saying how there's been... Like, an assault. An assault, basically. <laughs> and I'm like... And I, 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 I... There's been a rape. I was quite defiant about it. I was like, not at all. Because like, it, it wasn't, like... On a scale of one to like 10 being like fucking beating the shit out of him, it was a one. Yeah. Like it was just literally just fuck off, like leave us alone kind of thing. It wasn't like... He told his mum and his mum phoned the police. Yeah. What did he say you actually did there? Do you think he made something up that was more severe than what he actually did? I should have. Like The thing is, I never even mentioned it to him. I should have used it. That should have fucking died with him. Yeah. The fact that his mum called the police. Yeah. Because I knew a bit few years later and he was all right. But... um but yeah, his mum called the police. Matt Berman, your mum called the police. <laughs> so they get the police gave you a talking to. Try to. What do you mean they tried to? That's when the that's when the mean streak of omens starts <laughs> to come out. Don't take I don't take no beef from police, Mike. <laughs> I don't take no beef. Do you get beef. a plastic scimitar out? No. That's my brother's. <laughs> I'm threaten them with it. He's my little brother's weapon to attack a policeman. I use my wit. <laughs> I, just denied all, I just denied all knowledge. I just said, look, he came down, he's annoying us. And, we grabbed his bike and we just pushed him in the other direction. We didn't do anything more than that. Like, I literally told him as it was. And my mum was kind of half between being fucking pissed off with me and half between... Imagine being the police officers that to respond to this call as well. I know. That's, that's, how, much, that's how much fucking beef we get in our neighbourhood. Yeah. That the fucking police officer can attend to a fucking call at a home inside somebody's crib. For interfering <laughs> with someone else's bicycle. Exactly. For telling some fucking scallywag... To fucking sling his sling your hook, scallywag. He phones a fucking phones a fucking popo on me. What's his name again? Matt Berman. Sort it out, Matt. Sort it out. Well, Matt's mum, if, if he's still with us, apologies, Matt, if, she, if she's not. <laughs> but sort it out. Fuck's sake, I did nothing. He needs to fucking learn in this world. It's not an easy place. You don't go phone the police when some guy div- shakes him a little bit on his bike and diverts him. No. I should have stabbed him afterwards for that just to get my money's worth. Yeah. <laughs> Brother skimmiter. <laughs> well, it never came back after that point until maybe four years afterwards. Should I think not? It's the humiliation of knowing that your mum's phoned the police. I had a couple of very interesting stories when I had a car. When you had a car? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I think we can do it. It's because it's not. It's just kind of about 70, which is kind of borderline. But, but yeah, personally, yeah. yeah. A car was an absolute disaster for my for my law-abiding citizen role in the community. Would this be about 95? 96. 96. Yeah, yeah, 96. What car was it? Well, several cars. Yeah. I had a... My first car was an Astra, a red Astra Mark II, 1.6. Right. Not bad, but I was disappointed because in my mind I was told that I was going to be brought a car for my birthday and it was going to be a Golf GTI, in my mind. <laughs> However, in my parents' mind, this was not going to happen ever in a million years. Yeah. And so I ended up having to get this car. And it was okay. It was fine. I mean, there was a lot of mischief in this car. Do you, think, do you fancy yourself a bit of a boy racer? Do you? I am. Um, Asbo, boy racer. 
Oh, Max definitely power. an Asbo Boy race of Max Power. Definitely. I had a. I forgot what happened to this fucking Astro. Like, this car was a. It was a decent car, to be fair. It was like a G Ridge. It was a 1990 and it was a 1996. Oh, so right, yeah, that's quite new, actually. Pretty for, new, actually. For a 17 year old. That was my first car. And uh, I forgot what happened, but I think maybe I crashed into something. <laughs> which is something you that think happened. maybe you crashed into something well I can't exactly remember why it looked like it did so the um, was he conscious at the time well whatever happens the bonnet got damaged and the catch on the bonnet had a problem and then one day I was driving down the motorway and the fucking bonnet flipped up onto the fucking windscreen shattered oh, no. the windscreen on the outside lane of the motorway I mean, thankfully, it wasn't like port rush hour. Oh, I, was, I was going yeah, fucking yeah. fast, so I managed to get to lay by. And then the bonnet was kind of inverted. And the only way I could do it, I had like two football socks in the back and I had to attach the... How fast is you going for this to happen? The 80. So when you're saying that this is a PG-13 mischief podcast, yeah. I didn't realise we were going to be talking about breaking the law, Owen. <laughs> Doing miles. 80 miles per hour. Oh, it gets worse. Much worse. So then... Yeah. Um, I decided it's a good idea to to have a, an upgrade in my car because the other one was totally fucked. So I took out like this fucking mega loan. I must have been eighteen actually now, so maybe we're getting too late into the too late into the years. But yeah. uh, long story short, took out massive loan, got a badass Astra GT sixteen valve with a digital dashboard, right. fit it with the best speaker system you've ever seen in your life. Totally bankrupt me. Had nowhere near the earnings to cover this to cover this car. Um, and You'd then, never be able to do that now, would you? You'd never be able to get that type of loan. Take my take take it on a trip to the south end. Get caught doing 127 miles an hour on, on the motorway. Oh, no. Get banned for two months. Fuck up the months that they use for the ban. So instead of taking two times 28 days, I took two times 31 days. So I could have been driving much sooner again, which is awful when you're that young. Yeah. And then literally about two days later, I fucking drive it into a roundabout because it was a greasy road it get, it was on because like, of the greasy road not the yeah, speed no, it really was it really like this roundabout is like pretty notorious for being like mega sippy you know the one by Wellin as you're coming down the cross country run towards you do left onto the A1M towards yeah, Hatfield yeah. straight under that bridge that one there I was yeah. coming off the A1 from the north now I was coming so straight on from Wellin and then somebody for some reason went all the way around the roundabout nobody ever needs to do that unless you ever need to go back around the dual carriageway right. so I slammed on the brakes the car locked up it kind of skidded onto the actual roundabout it was about 90% on the roundabout 10% on the road and nobody ever goes around that last bit ever so it was zero obstruction it's not a very busy road I phoned a tow fucking company to kind of take my car and um, take it to, to be repaired because I'd lost all power in it and then they said they were like 45 minutes 40 minutes later the police show up cancel the um cancel the the tow truck that i've got on which is five minutes away but yeah. their own one which then takes an hour takes it to a police compound while it's in the police compound for a week all of my stereo equipment gets stolen from me i'm talking like <laughs> two thousand pounds worth of it stereo stolen from the police, in a police compound. compound and then it gets to the insurance company's estimator and they pay out less than i paid for the insurance on the car and so I was now left with a massive loan, nothing to show for it, just the money I paid for the insurance for the car that I took the loan out anyway. Good, good. You should have been, shouldn't have been on the road. It sounds reckless and dangerous, Owen. I was, um, yeah, I was, I was a bit of a, yeah, that's, that's more in my, that's more in the, the Staratron after dark 
episode because there's this where things start to get a little bit squiffy <laughs> it, it makes makes my tale of uh, a simple game of hide and seek in my in my <laughs> garden quite tame <laughs> go for it i want but, to hear about but my, all my mischief is more more along that kind of realm this, this was like this is a very short thing it's not a story necessarily but um one one bit of mischief that me and my brother used to get up to would be in, a, in our back garden um to play hide and seek but our method of finding a person wouldn't necessarily be to kind of go looking for them but you'd use stones so the person <laughs> hiding would hopefully hide themselves well enough protected that the stones wouldn't hit them so you'd be throwing the stones until you heard like a, a little whelp <laughs> going from behind the bush and uh, that's when you that's when you knew one so you launched stones at people yeah yeah so it'd like, be pe- like well people me I'd be hiding in a bush somewhere and then my brother would just like stand in place throwing stones all around the garden until he hit me and then and it'd be my turn well, so you, how in the hell so he can't see you but you can hit you with a stone <laughs> yeah 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 so hide and seek through the method of throwing stones I bet at there each must other, have yeah. been like hundreds of stones under, under the bushes yeah yeah and the thing is as well is that like normally you'd only you might take one to the to the elbow or something it might be quite painful uh my brother's four years older than me as well so it was probably doing this when i was like 10 and he was like a teenager who was also a cricket player as well so he had quite an arm on him um but yeah you might get caught on like the leg or something it'd be a bit painful but i remember there was one time when uh i was playing playing a little game of hide and seek and i was hiding behind a, a bush but there's like a stump for tree in front of me so i thought it was pretty safe uh and i think it was like one of the first or second throw for my brother i could see he was facing directly towards me i was like oh no and then he threw this stone it's a, a smallish stone like a i don't know five p piece yeah. size stone threw it like all force and I saw it coming towards me and then I just heard this noise like like, like, like it hit the tree stump. But then I realised it hadn't hit the tree stump. My head was poking over the tree stump but it hit me on the forehead and I just started like emitting this high-pitched shriek. <laughs> <laughs> realised it hit me on the head. What, My what, brother when, came when, running when over. else did that shriek? I'm sure that shriek's definitely faded from before. before. In, what, in what other podcast was it that you talked about your shriek? <laughs> It might not be mine, it might Could be someone else. Was it when Simon stole your woman? <laughs> <laughs> Can canning. Doing his line dance with my woman in primary school. Yeah, maybe. Billy Joel Simmons. Um, yeah, yes, my brother came running over. I think he was thinking, oh shit, shit, I'm going to get trouble now, I'm going to get told off, going to get done. Oh, so you threw it at him? No, he threw it at me. So okay. he was thinking, oh okay, no, I'm going to get in trouble. trouble. He runs over me, he goes, oh no, it's all right, it's all right. But I see him looking at my forehead. Like in a, in a bit of a worried fashion. And I kind of like reached up to my head and there must have been like at least like three centimetre lump poking out of my head with a stone. Really? Yeah. Three centimetre? Yeah. So we had to, what's going know. on in there if there's a three centimetre lump in your head? It's like a fucking unicorn. Yeah, yeah. It was a massive bump like coming out of the top of my head. Um, so we had to make up a story. Like I still didn't want like my brother so to get you covered trouble. for him? Yeah, I still covered for him. It's you, kind of did you, like, did game you, to get banned. Did you idolise... Did you idolise your brother? No, not really, no. I think like we had we had a lot of fun when we were younger, but as soon as we became teenagers, we fuck, there's a few years where we fucking hated Oh, really? Them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they like, got physical, like proper fisticuffs. Who, uh, who was the, who was the, who bested who? I remember besting my brother a few times. No, is that yeah, a, I was quite vicious. Been a big scalp. He probably wanted to hold back a little bit once, but I remember I was having a fight in the garden. It's got out of control. Um, it was normally, it was never normally like punches to the face or head. It was always kind of body shots. But I remember you know, I was getting really annoyed because he's like got really long spindly arms. So I couldn't get anywhere near him. 
it really annoyed. So I just like ran in there, started hitting him around the face, and then grabbed a garden trowel and like, started hitting him over the head. With the head, yeah. <laughs> just little bastard. Yeah, it's completely lost it. Like proper Bloody red lump afterwards. Yeah. Oh my god, what was that over? Because he was born. I think. I think. I think, my, I think one of my friends was over. I think so he probably ABH, humiliated ABH me in front of my friend. ABH is worse than any of these. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I used to. I used to be the worst. Like for my my brother. Yeah. I used to every time you have friends over there, you always used to think they want to spend time with the, the cool friend, the cool older brother. And yeah, used yeah. To fucking hate it, and um, but the, but yeah, we used to be fucking vicious little bastard. But I mean, I ne- he never bested me ever. But only two years in it. But um, but I was always scared to punch him in the face because yeah, I was kill him. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, don't yes, throwing stones in the garden turns out to be pretty. Dead. I don't think we ever played again after that. Um. Did you ever have a any weapons? Like toy weapons? Yeah. I had ca- cap guns. Cap guns, nothing else. Mm. But no, no, nothing, nothing other than that. When I was 16, I got a Black Widow. Oh, I've got a story about Black Widow. Yeah, go on. What, did you, what kind of mischief to get up to with Black Widow? They told me the Howard Centre, didn't they, in that place mm. just at the top of the escalator? Do they still make those? The rival sports shops are the one that you didn't work at. It almost felt like it was I like hunting equipment rather than like a toy catapult, that thing, didn't it? It was hardcore. I was so happy about this. And there yeah. were some ball bearings with it as well. <sighs> yeah. Like, and why are they selling these things? Like, what for what purpose? I don't know. But one, made for hunting, like birds. It is for hunting. Stuff. Yeah, it's for hunting because it's sold at a sports shop. They've got like an arm brace on them, haven't they? Those cap yeah, yeah, like they've got like yeah. arm brace to get maximum. Like it was so powerful. <clears throat> and one day, I got it. It was quite a quite an interesting thing for the rest of the group. So like, we're up in the woods and we were trying to find pigeons to hunt. <laughs> I hate pigeons, still do. Was you using ball bearings? <clears throat> yeah, and um, no, like, they're talking... quite expensive though because you'd lose them, would you? Oh yeah, they're one one shiny. They're tiny yeah, yeah. little things. You get like a thousand in a box, so like a tenner. Like, oh really? There's so many of them. Yeah. So I kind of like I was kind of showing off like how far you pull it back, and then I kind of like kind of jokingly pointed at Mark Rogers's leg, oh. and then not deliberately at all, my hand slipped oh, off it, no. and it fucking launched like literally as far back as it go. Because these Black Widows were deadly, oh, weren't they? Dude. They were like close to gun speed, I would yeah. say. And the pellet got kind of wedged into his leg. Oh, it actually, like, <laughs> did it break skin? Yeah. Oh. Wedged into his leg. He had to pop it out. And then this fucking nipple on his leg was just oh. absolutely the biggest thing ever. So That's so dangerous. So dangerous. If that in the head, it probably would have killed somebody. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, you could, yeah, you could definitely kill some of those Black Widow things and ball bearing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I don't... That, that's kind of the... But I always wanted weaponry. So, like, um, I remember... Up, up near where our friend Luke Simmons lived, in Nursery Hill in Welling Garden City in Hertfordshire, um, there were a few kind of unruly characters around there. I don't know who this kid was. Remember, it's one of these kids where like you'd be hanging around in a certain area. You kind of remember them being around quite a lot for a couple of weeks and then never seeing them again. Um, but he would walk around the neighbourhood with us with a Black Widow catapult. I think this only ever happened in one day. I'd be grab stones and like fire them through people's windows in their houses. Really? In broad daylight. Yeah, there's some kids at Imagine school. Imagine sitting there watching TV and the fucking window implodes. There were some kids at school that used to there's some kids at school that used to be go up to the what is it called? The Pantang Aerodrome and smash the windows up there. It used to be their fun time, right, yeah, yeah, like thing because it used to, but yeah, but again, it's one of those occasions where you thought he's like really laughing while he's doing it, 
But then kind of got that sick feeling in my stomach, like, actually, I don't think that was okay. Like, this guy's just been smashing people's windows in their houses. The fuck? That is... <laughs> it's really bad, isn't it? That's really bad. I mean, like, I think I sort of witnessed one or two... Like, my friend had a greenhouse at the bottom of his garden. My next-door neighbour and occasionally play football, the football would go over and would smash a... Like, proper cliche, isn't it? Yeah. It's such a cliche. But yeah. yeah, literally used to smash the greenhouse windows, but not like very often, like once or twice during all of my childhood. I smashed the greenhouse window on our greenhouse once because me and my brother again were kind of having a sort of fight in the garden. Um, and I was running after him with his stones. Yeah. And he didn't have any stones in him, so he was like shitting himself, thinking he's going to throw a stone at me. So he stood in front of the greenhouse. Pretty good, pretty good tactic. Goes, come on in, come on in, throw a stone at me, go on in. It's like, really? okay, I will, and I threw a stone. Just like missed him by about a metre. Yeah, smashed the greenhouse. I like, fuck. Oh dear, Let's go yeah. crawl into my dad. How did, how did was, dad my react? dad was quite scary when I was younger. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he, uh, did you ever, did you ever dish out the punishment? What was your punishment? I had to buy a, a new, new piece of glass, basically. Yeah. How did you I get got money, away with it quite lightly. Huh? How did you get money? I think it was out of my pocket money. That how I had much to buy this. money did you get? I remember always remembering two pounds a week, I think. Two pounds a but week. But I don't know what age I was, what year that was, but two pounds, yeah. It felt, felt substantial. <laughs> do you feel flush? How old were you, do you think, when you started getting your pocket money? It's weird, isn't it, when you think about pocket money? Once a week. Yeah, I've got no idea. And then, you know, when you start getting older, Pocket you get, money. Th- then Here's you get, some money for the pocket. It's yeah. such a weird name as well, isn't it? But then I remember feeling all like kind of grown up when I started getting an allowance from my parents. Got an allowance. Allowance, yeah. What the fuck. Yeah. You are allowed to spend this portion of our wages. <laughs> you got an allowance. Allowance. So that'd be a once a month payment. What the fuck? Yeah. So I remember my brother getting. I would be really jealous. But uh, yeah, he um, he'd get like a set, a set amount of money per month. Spoiled little bastards. I don't know how much it was though. I wonder how much it was. How much an did allowance? you get? I've no idea. Roughly. I don't know how old I was. No, I, honestly, I couldn't tell you. Maybe it's like. 20 quid a month. I don't know. I don't know. An allowance. 20 quid squat. Yeah, 20 quid. 20 quid squat a lot. But I don't know. But yeah. A month though. Depends how old you are. What's the difference between allowance and a pocket money? I don't know. I just got it less frequently, but it was more money. It's weird, isn't it? An allowance. Weird name. But I think that was a thing, wasn't it? Is that why people get allowances? No, I just had pocket money. About five a week for as long as I can remember. Really? Yeah, but that was like when I was at secondary school, maybe like. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems that seems reasonable. Yeah, five a week. Don't sure where it went on. Probably just on day one on sweets. <laughs> <laughs> For a lot of the time, I never used to have any money. No, you didn't, didn't need it though, did you? you no, I didn't for? need it, but I never really used to remember having any money at all, really. Um, any other type of mischief that doesn't necessarily involve school? Did you say so? You never got in trouble at home? Nah, not really. Never, I never really your, remember getting... The wrath of your parents? You said you were scared of your dad. No, yeah, just because of, I don't know, whatever his personality type was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, they never, they never struck me or anything like that. There was never really a threat of violence, but um, my dad just seemed quite scary. He was quite quiet. He worked weird hours. We didn't see him that often. You, you had to creep around the house not to wake him up. Like some <laughs> really? <vampire>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Living in fear. <laughs> Basically, yeah. For a certain period of time, yeah. Chippy Joe really in your own house. Yeah. I, I think I saw my dad just really explode at my brother a few times. I think that used to shit me up. So I was always better behaved than my explode brother. Explode as in just... Just really shouted at him. Like really... a fucking jab around the face. <laughs> no, no. Never, never violence. That menacing look as he slowly un- undoes his belt. <laughs> Which one's he going to be this time? Undoes his trousers. My dad used to... Uh, Unleashed a spank. Did he? Oh, God. On the bottom? Not very often, but the fingers of my dad are so chilled all the time. With like a paddle or it's his bare hand? I think his slipper. On flesh? Did he pull your pants down? No. <laughs> Kinky bastard. <laughs> Did he call his son? <laughs> call me daddy. Um, but yeah, no, like maybe once a year. Maybe once every two, like, I would get... Like, <laughs> Christmas morning. I, would, I know that I fucking push things too far when my dad yeah. is pissed off. Like oh bent over the knee. Oh, my God. And he used to just be so chill. It's the slipper. But he used to be fast as well, like, fucking fast. <laughs> There's no getting away from him because yeah. the minute you know that you've just stepped across that line, the only refuge you've got is bedroom. <laughs> You can't stay there forever, though, can you? No, exactly. At some so point, you have to come for out. The mi- for the minute, like the minute I knew that, I kind of that, I've crossed that line. My dad's got like I've probably only happened like three times in my childhood. Yeah. I would be gone like a whip it towards the bedroom. <laughs> but my dad used to catch me every time. Really, it used to be one spank on the arse, just one smash. I'm like, ah, <laughs> really painful. Ah, enough to not fucking want it again. There was always rumours that at primary school they were still given the slipper. I think. Oh really? Because they used to, like, head teachers back then, like before we were kids at school. They used to have the cane as well, didn't they? Yeah. They would thrash you with a cane if you hold you fucking means of getting caned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally getting caned. I mean, what the fuck? That's like almost being whipped. I'd be whipped, isn't it? Yeah. What kind of person wants to be a head teacher back then? So they you just can abuse a whip children, children like a with a random chill child. What kind of sadistic motherfucker are you? That's fucked up, isn't it? The punishment for in, your mischief. In, in 50 years' time, what do you think they're going to look back about this podcast and, and laugh about our beliefs on? Yeah, I don't know. They won't be able to believe that a parent would have chase we, their child with a slipper and hit them with it. Yeah, have we, have we, have we reached this kind of the end of brutality, the days Corporal of brutality punishment. over? Corporal punishment, pretty much. I wonder what the people look Okay, well... Yeah, no, you just get a phone taken. At Tyler Stoudertron, what will they look back at from our podcast... <laughs> in 20 or 50 years time which is now deemed as being controversial obviously cowboys needs but we're not gonna I think even that. now I think it's controversial isn't it? I don't think parents would consider chasing their child with a slipper and beating them with it like your dad did uh, yeah but did you just take your iPhone off beat him with it it was like one short sharp <laughs> one short sharp spank hour no just one but it was enough <laughs> one and, it, and then that's it just go back down and sit down was it like um, like one of those hard bottom slippers not like a big like um, novelty slipper, like a big like uh, animal head, fluffy one. Oh, a proper old, <laughs> proper man, old slipper. man slipper, yeah. Yeah, with a kind of slightly, like a heel, slightly rubberized. So no, I did think he did have one with a heel. Yeah, yeah like a very slight like half centimeter yeah, heel. Yeah. What was that for? So formal around the house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but those slippers were not masterpieces. Did they have like so. a crest on the. Uh, oh, have a crest on the toe. <laughs> Something like. No. The Hughes crest. The Hughes crest. No, we definitely like had well-used slippers, my dad. If oh, your family mom, had a crest, what would be slippers as well, even though we had carpets. Yeah, it's always slippers, yeah. I never, slippers had, and I never carpets. had slippers. It's you. 
She have Mark with his smoking I think jacket. I might have had a slippers. Leather ones. <laughs> <laughs> what a little gift. Open toe leather ones. Slippers and a smoking jacket. And his allowance. Yeah. What kind of fucking world do you Mother, live in? Mother, the allowance is short. <laughs> what kind of world do you live in? Daddy, bring me the quill. Mother, don't talk too loudly. Dad, Papa is sleeping. <laughs> Shan't wake Papa up. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, at home, uh, yeah, Dad's Vancouver slipper. Uh, did they ever get into any fights? What, my parents? Or anyone in the, in the local area, outside of school? No, I don't think, like... Never. Fight, fight, fight. Not that kind of fight, no. Not like outside schools. One-on-one. Like with your brother, you fall? Mano, oh, mano. No, never, never with any friends? I don't think serious, no. Well, not a, not at a young age. Never, no, had, like, never had a scrap with like Simmons or anyone. Not really. Just like messing around, like a couple of punches to the arm, but not not like an actual. Not like a little bit of a grapple to the wrestling. death fight. Yeah, Did no. you ever do that? I don't think so. Me and my friends always used to fucking wrestle like fucking crazy. Did you? Like two young cubs oiled up. <laughs> two young cubs oiled up <laughs> with slippers, <laughs> barely wearing a thing. Writhing in <laughs> a swimming pool, have eels writhing around, <laughs> turgid, turgid. Good word. Um, but they no, did never like ever, never. Not at school. What about school? Do you have any fights at school? Um, I don't think you never got grounded at home. No, oh, what the fuck? No, I never got. No, I don't think I ever got grounded. My brother did when I first passed my test, <clears throat> so about just 17. I I went um, I was at my dad's car my, dad's, my dad had an Audi mm. Audi 80 a gold one which is quite nice to have as a car available to you as, as a child of, of that age and uh, one day we decided to go and pick some ladies up <laughs> in the Audi and uh, they were two ladies from the year below us actually and then we they're like, where do you want to go and they're like Great Yarmouth I had no idea where Great Yarmouth was yeah. So he drove up to fucking Great Yarmouth, which from 11 o'clock at Wellington City, we got there at 2 o'clock in the morning. And I was like, fucking, oh, the no. worst thing was the car stereo wasn't working. The only thing we had was my mate Alan's ghetto blaster and the <laughs> fucking tape single of Unbreak My Heart. I tell you that. You're joking. Why, why did he even have that? <laughs> oh, no, I don't think that was his. I think the tape player was his and the tape was the girl's. That's how we listened to it on repeat for the whole fucking way. Can you put the radio on? Well, it gets worse. It gets much, much, much worse. No, the radio didn't work either. That's where the ghetto blaster. That'd be like radio on a ghetto blaster. I think it works pretty well in a car. Oh, <laughs> radio on a ghetto blaster in a car. It's got a big ghetto blaster. And um, basically, um, uh, when we were... Ghetto blaster. When we, got to, when we got to Great Yarmouth, they were like, this is shit, let's go to Ball, uh, Blackpool. So they drove back into Blackpool, and it's like five o'clock in the morning, and then basically... Five o'clock in the morning? Yeah, five o'clock in the morning and basically um, got to like north of Birmingham on the way back and ran out of petrol and had no money. So I had to phone my dad up. Oh, no. Sunday morning, 7am, phone rings. Oh, no. Dad, I'm north of Birmingham, I've got no petrol, no money. <laughs> so dad had to drive all the way up to fucking Birmingham, north of Birmingham, 7am on a Sunday, filled the car up and it dropped with mum's car and drove all the way back, didn't say a fucking word. I was like, oh, God. What kind of punishment do you get for that? I got bra- Too old for the slipper. Grounded. grounded. How long for? Well, for the car for a month. So you can use the car for a month? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair enough. 
<laughs> I think that's fair enough. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't really... I don't ever remember getting like grounded for anything else. I kept getting spanked occasionally, but not very often. No, I don't think I don't ever got... An attack by my brother and like scraps with friends, but like kind of not ill-hearted scraps. No. No, not because you wanted to like beat someone up or you were defending yourself from getting beaten up. There was one time that the... Like where one of my friends at the time lived and they were it's kind of he had one of the new houses of this new build in this nice area and there was like obviously the construction works of this other one yeah and they had like this kind of builder's shed or something like that and um basically we kind of took that over as a gang house a gang house for like a month what was your gang called we didn't have a gang name no, but, gang but what we did is we found a pipe which had a kind of like a curve which is quite a big one yeah Oh, not a smoking pipe. Basha, can you keep it down, please? Ad break. We've all been there. You find a cool retro video game t-shirt online that looks great on the website. You wait eagerly for it to arrive, only to be disappointed with poor quality printing on a scratchy, ill-fitting Gildan shirt. Well, I've got news for you. Our sponsor, Player Clothing, has the solution. They've got designs influenced by your favourite NES and SNES retro video games on the highest quality t-shirts imaginable. The designs are skillfully hand-printed to the highest standard onto soft-touch cotton. These t-shirts feature incredible detail in the stitched pixel design in the neckbands, hem tags and labels. All player clothing tees are limited edition, numbered and come packaged in biodegradable bags so your impact on planet Earth is reduced whilst the impact on your retro street cred is maximised. Get yours today by visiting playerclothing.com. That's playerclothing.com. Player. Clothing remastered. From from our new format of pre-recorded adverts, I'm hoping that I just heard Owen rapping. (laughs) We'll see. Maybe. There's been talk of it. There's been talk of it. I don't think I will. Um, I so another that. category of general mischief outside of the realm of school life, for me, is under the subcategory of uh, bodily fluids. <laughs> uh, um, there, there's a few of these, but it's not always in the, in the name of mischief, I guess. That on a previous podcast that we recorded about primary school, I believe, uh, I told a tale of, of peeing on, onto another student, yes. onto a fellow student, um, which rightfully so ended in me getting stabbed in the leg with a pencil, which, for which I still have a scar. Um, so that was one bodily fluid mischievous act that I got to. Another one I remember is, um, is pooing onto the bonnet of a, of a Robin Reliant. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think it was... You have, you, yeah. have, you have history of pooing. Yeah, I've got lots of pooing stories for other <laughs> podcasts. Yeah, this particular one was a result of a dare, I think. Um, so there was a Robin Reliant at the top of this road called Knightsfield. What was, the, um, what was the big field next to Knightsfield called? The big like, dip in Willing Garden City? The Big Dipper. Yeah, what was that massive field called? Up by where our friend Zoe White lives. That was where this Robin Reliant was, uh, was parked. I mean, people probably walked back from school all the time talking about 
I reckon if there was more of us, we'd be able to lift it and put it in a different parking space, oh, really? that kind of thing. These for your bands. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so one, one early evening, we were out, three or four of us, and uh, yeah, someone dared me to, to poo onto the bonnet of the, of the Robin Reliant, which I enthusiastically took up. How, how, but, okay, so... It was dark. Okay, it was dark, but you could just poo on demand. Uh, yeah, pretty much, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon so. It's quite a skill. Yeah, if so I... you're used to superpower. I could probably curl one out on the floor now if you wanted me to. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I reckon so. Do you get like, um, what are they called? Where you prolapse? No. Hemorrhoids. No. <laughs> Hemorrhoid mic. <laughs> Just forcing flowing blood vessels down their left, right and centre. It's like, uh, if I pull my pants down, it's just like a, like a, what do you call it? A bunch of grapes down there. That's <laughs> such a disgusting visual. <laughs> so you shit on a Robin Reliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just um, climbed up onto the bonnet, put my feet on the bumper and... and... <laughs> Just curled one out. Curled one out, yeah. What do you think the fucking owner just thought? <laughs> clearly not from an animal. Oh, my goodness. Well, <laughs> How did you clean your ass? Well, <laughs> the other issue that night is that we was all staying in a tent, you know, someone's back garden. <laughs> didn't have any toilet paper. Shit, but we did find... Well, uh, they didn't give you access to the toilets in no, the garden. No, no, no. <laughs> so I had to, I had to use a dis- discarded uh, fish and chips newspaper. It wasn't a clean break either. Yeah, <laughs> no, oh just spreading that Nutella. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Greasy vinegar soap. Yeah, man. Finding a human feces on the bonnet of your car. It must have been summertime as well, so it would have yeah, done. Yeah. It would have been right. You'll be staying in a tent in oh. wintertime. Do you know that reminds me of another um, bit of mischief that not that I haven't got to myself. That um, I'm guessing some teenage or young people committed onto one of my cars in Spain. Do you know about this? <laughs> no. This involves human feces as well. What happened? We were, Hannah and I were staying, I think it was in Granada, um, in that car. We had this nice new like, uh, convertible Mini Cooper. At the time, it was, like, uh, it was a bit of a stretch for me to get this as well. I was so proud of it. <laughs> like, but I was constantly paranoid about getting scratches. So um, when we stayed in this hotel, Granada, we parked in a, an underground car park. It seemed pretty, pretty legit. Anyway, we come, we come back to the car in the morning. And as I was walking towards it, I was thinking, it's weird. There's like loads of like discarded bits of tissue paper everywhere in this <laughs> car park. And then as I started moving towards the car, I started to God, there's something really smell down here. It stinks down here. Then I noticed that there were pieces of tissue paper stuck to my car. <laughs> then, getting that ever nearer to the car, I realised that, yeah, we'd been, uh, we'd been poop handled. I looked this up online. So this is an actual thing called poop handling, where you will shit or put shit onto the handle of a car, hoping that the owner of the car won't notice until they've actually grabbed the handle of their car to open it and get shit all over their dark. Hands. I noticed it because it was fucking everywhere. It was over the handles. It was also like smeared into the what doors. About the it was C- like around the, the, the perimeter of the car. CCTV. Oh, I don't know. I didn't bother to find out. I'm not going to, in Spanish, trying to explain to the <laughs> security guy that someone's poop handled my so car. So what did you do to get in the car? Well, the luckily, Hannah had some wet wipes on her back. So she was able had... to open the handle. I was just laughing. I thought it was funny. I was just relieved that no one scratched my car. 
I thought it was quite amusing. God, it's it's very sort of like well yeah. humoured of you. I would not have been taking it quite so lightly. What I was worried it's about though, is when we drove out of the car park, we couldn't wash any of it off the car. As we're getting stuck in traffic lights, and it's quite a busy uh, like city, Granada. People are kind of crossing over, and they must be able to smell the car. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly got shit smeared all over it. Then we jet washed it at a seems thrifty the old jet wash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that was someone else's mischief. The only other like um, bit of mischief I can think of when I was a kid that we did outside of school would be trying to make each other sick. So I remember <laughs> going around friends' houses and like, giving yourself a free reign of their kitchen, and they'd do the same. Who could come up with the worst tasting liquid? What is make this the other kind of sick? Fucking nightmare version of come dine with me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> come puke with me. And so you had to make each other sick. Yeah, yeah. So I remember like my friend Ben, he like made up this concoction of like all horrible things. Like it'd be like ketchup mixed with like fizzy water and like jam and stuff like that. It seemed really horrible. So I'd chug it and it'd be like, oh, that's gross. But but I was fine afterwards. It's How bit, much do you have to chug? Like a, didn't you like a half pint glass, I suppose. Oh. But... But my one made then projectile vomit in his kitchen. <laughs> what was it? Because <laughs> I just went in there and I was like, right, okay, I've heard this is pretty bad. So I just filled up half a glass of vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> and then just like sprinkled in like some black pepper and like mustard and stuff like that. I thought like that, the one I had to do was a bit horrible, but a bit gross seeming. But this one. It's another vicious. level. Yeah, yeah. As soon as he touched his lips, pretty much, he kind of like took a gulp, but then instantly just projectile vomited across his kitchen. <laughs> his kitchen as well. Yeah. So he gives you this nice little kind of out there sweet cocktail and you just give him hell. Yeah, it's hell in the glass. Yeah, glass of vinegar. <laughs> Melting the walls. Yeah, yeah. Probably some sort of chemical reaction with the other ingredients you put in as well yeah it can't be good for your stomach but you never got into a fight at school either <clears throat> no, no never no I don't, not really apart from that poor kid you attacked just ran, randomly one day just to yeah that was, that was a bit more one-sided though that wasn't really a fight no but you never got into a fight no no did you did you say in the I said I'd fight with kids but that was, oh, yeah, that was really kids, pretty amazing I don't really think I had a fight in primary school yeah did you yeah well kind of I basically I said it in another podcast. I was playing football and the ball came across the goal and I went to and uh I didn't score it for whatever reason and then somebody says start giving me shit for it and then they basically I think I told them to fuck off, which is a primary school as well. I was hoping to I'll get lost probably. Yeah, yeah. And then they like said something back to I said, Lord, what are you gonna do hit they said, What are you gonna do? You punch me in the face and I was like, Yeah. Uh, oh, you remember me saying this, yeah. Fucking Unleashed hell. Did it? Punched him in the face and just remember him spinning around dramatically and hitting the deck. And then everyone in the fucking school was like, like trying to me to be expelled. <laughs> expelled, expelled. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> fuck. I did get expelled. No. Suspended. Nope. Detention. Nothing. I don't think Nothing. I don't think I ever got a detention or any I've got one, one detention I remember having to write lines. No wink for your teacher. Well done. Right, did so you have to write lines? Yeah, yeah. And that yeah. once I had the attention, I just remember being surrounded by kids thinking, nobody in this room is going to achieve anything in life. <laughs> you know, they're kind of kids that you saw like the Breakfast attention. Club. I've not seen the Breakfast movie. Club, but yeah. I can imagine so, yeah. But like, nobody's ever going to achieve anything good in this life. The people that go to the attention. She felt like he was in the wrong place. I wasn't sure what to expect. Yeah, definitely. It's a bit like, like the Shawshank Redemption when Andy Dufresne goes to prison. Oh, yeah. Don't belong there. 
But yeah, once but you I did, did because you punched someone in the face. No, they get they get for that. I can't even remember oh. what I got done for. I do remember the kids that got fucking suspended for letting off the stink bomb. That was a big story in the school, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, remember? yeah, yeah. They let off an actual joke shop stink bomb in a canteen. Yeah. In one of the restaurants, canteen, restaurant, whatever, at that, the uh, school. That term, getting done, I think is quite like a nostalgic retro kind of thing. Getting done. I'm going to get done for that. You're going to get done. Going to get done for that. you're going to be well done. You're going well done. <laughs> what does crazy, it mean? What does it mean done? Crazy, like, old words. you used in dead. Like, you used to use some really politically incorrect terms as well. If someone was stupid, they used to be called a depot. What's that? What depot. But what, what does depot mean? Oh, it's just for you fucking keep lorries. It's got to do with being stupid. Yeah. But everyone used to use it. Like there was... I'm trying to think there's some other kind of very commonly used words that were just cool to be used at the time. Chinny reckon. Chinny reckon, yeah. Everyone used to like, if you didn't believe you used to kind of, as if they got a beard. Yeah. Chinny. Um, chinny reckon. What does that come from? I think it was from like a Harry Enfield sketch or something, wasn't oh, was it? it? Maybe. Because he used to be quite influential on Harry Enfield on a kind of comedy and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some of the characters used to kind of bring into the mainstream. And then things like films like Wayne's World had quite a bit of an impact as well. Like yeah, saying, yeah. not at the yeah. end of a sentence. Do you want one of my sweets? Not. I remember one of my friends always just go, swing. When there was like a nice girl going past. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It had a real cultural impact, Wayne's World. It was yeah, swing. Yeah. That's a good one. But just saying not at the end of every sentence was, yeah. But there was, there was definitely some kind of Hollywood impacted nuances to what, to what people say. And I think a lot of them did come from, from Harry Enfield. And it was, yeah, it would just kind of spread around the playground to where everyone was doing it. Yeah. Which kind of leads into school mischief. School mischief. Yeah, yeah. You got any particular kind of cases of mischief you got up to at school um, that you did or didn't get in trouble for? You did or didn't get done for? I can't really remember being too bad actually at school. Do you not remember? Um, I always remember placing, we mentioned this in the intro, drawing pins on people's chairs. In yes. Class. Yeah. Yes, I did used to do that. I remember like having it done to me a couple of times. It's painful. It's so painful. And you can't help but like jump in the air and scream. Well. <laughs> I used to get I used to get people with drawing pins all the time. I can't remember <laughs> yeah. who. And I don't remember I used to get. It'd be the funniest thing as well. People just leaping out of their seats. Yeah. Fuck off! <laughs> yeah, because it really hurts. But it was kind it of really like hurts. five out of ten pain for a oh, split second. It's the perfect thing as well, because the base of the drawing pin is so stable. It's, it's going so, straight into you, isn't it? Yeah, I can feel it now just even talking about it. <laughs> yeah. That and um, punching the shit out of people's BCG vaccination. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And turning into this pus volcano of kind of narcissists. Some people just, really reacted badly. used to just punch them and just go, BCG. <laughs> As if by saying it. Afterwards, it made it absolutely yeah. fun to go it's punch funny, isn't it? Yeah, you do things and like state what you've done. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, did, like, you know, if, like, you, sometimes, you ever run up to someone and say, dead arm, and then like, punch yeah. them in the arm to make yeah, their yeah. arm go dead. Yeah. yeah. But you'd actually say, dead arm. And jinx. No, I didn't do the jinx thing. What's yeah, that? When somebody says something at the same time. Oh, okay. And then if you say jinx before they do, they can't speak until you like let them. Oh, really? Yeah. I've never done that. you never done That's that? That's weird. Yeah. yeah, look at it. I think it's a real thing. I'm, I'm sure I'm not kind of like in an isolated group of islanders on this one. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, also, maybe. Do you, maybe know there's that, do you know there's that island in like near India where people have never met people before? 
people have never met people. Yeah. So they're like this tribe that have never like changed. Other people outside their never, tribe. Exactly, never. And anyone time anyone tries to get close, they throw spears at them. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, do they, so have they kind of captured them on like satellite cameras and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. On satellite cameras. Where was it here, did you say? Off it in the Indian Ocean somewhere. That's crazy, isn't it? North Sentinel Island is called. Sentinel. I always wonder what they think when they see like an aeroplane flying overhead. North Sentinel Island is the name. Quite, yeah. quite a weird name as well, isn't it? Sounds like a bit X-Men-y. Yeah, what, what do you reckon they think if an aeroplane flies over? I don't know. They've never met any other civilization before. <clears throat> they did. Somebody touched down there, some fucking missionary, and they killed him. They killed the missionary? Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't all die from like the that's like, what bacteria and germs and stuff. That's what yeah. they're worried about. So I think it's that isolated. It's isolated enough that they haven't been changed for millions of years. Yeah. But yeah. That's mad, isn't it? That is mad. Um, how does that fit into what we were talking about then? It's all about like kind of physical pain stuff, like from a drawing. Oh, Did you ever play things. Knuckles? Yeah, it's I used to be the oh, best at Knuckles and Snaps. Most horrible game. I can, I, I've again, got a scar on my hand, forget on on my right hand still from getting what they call we used to get the deck of cards wraps. and wraps and getting wraps, and I just because I, I had quite a high pain threshold, just and they just literally took all the skin off the top of my knuckles. So I don't know if I remember this right, but like so with wraps. You would, was it a result of doing something else that you lost that you would then get the wraps as a punishment? Yeah, and wraps was basically like a, a deck of cards that fought yeah. like a diagonal across each other, which used to be able to just smash on somebody's knuckles yeah. to cause them as much pain as possible. I remember like holding that deck of cards in two hands and just like bring it down as much force as possible. But there would be like different levels of punishment. So you could have like it, you'd. Oh, this the is rap, one where this is one where they went straight down, right, not one they, yeah, where like they had stabsies to. Stabsies or something. Yeah, yeah, stabsies. <laughs> Stab- ease at the end of things as <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. So I think of raps, yeah, you'd be like the long card, so the person would be holding it on the short edge. If it was like a more mild punishment, then the, they'd hold it on the yeah, long Yeah, this edge. is how I got one. So it'd be more that, painful. But yeah, stabsies or whatever. Stabsies. Yeah, yeah, but claim. I remember people walk around their knuckles and just be openly bleeding. Yeah, mine, mine school, I've yeah. got a scar on my wrist from it, on my hand from it. That's quite barbaric when you think about it. Yeah. But I always used to just take it. I always used to be able to just take it and I never used to fucking complain about it. Whereas knuckles is where you both like stand Dying with your fists facing each other. And, and slaps. You just take it in turns. Your slaps is, yeah. You take it in turns to like just hit the other person. Yeah, I used to, I'm really no. good at that. I'm really good at that. I can remember that horrible, dead kind of bruising pain you'd get from it. Yeah, I was... I was I don't want to sound too dramatic, but I was pretty gangster with both of those. I'm like, really fast reflexes, and I, I got really bony little knuckles. Knuckles. I used to, and I used to be quite like be able to cause quite a lot of pain. I don't think I ever lost a game of knuckles. You, losing it would basically be conceding, wouldn't it? You say no, I don't want any more. I don't want any more pain. Yeah. And I, I used to dish out some serious beatings with knuckles. Slaps, really... slaps are slaps like a lame version. Yeah, like, slapping yeah. doesn't hurt as no. much, but knuckles. I've I've not really thumb seen wars. kids. At were, you good at, were you good at thumb wars? Yeah, I don't think I really ever played thumb wars that often. Mm. There's no like, real consequence, was there, to losing that? Unless, unless no. it was followed feels by quite, a game quite, of quite rest- feels, feels quite restrictive, though, when you're being pinned down, when your thumbs have been pinned down. Yeah. You feel a bit helpless. Um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say now. I was going to say something about um, knuckles and wraps, I think. I can't remember. I can cut this out. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure there was something about one of those as well. I can't remember. Did you ever do any shoplifting? Um, no, no, never. Never? No. Not until I was much, much older as a, like a stupid thing, but no, not, uh, not when I was younger. No, me neither. I think once I, once I took a pick and mix from like a Woolworths, 
like one pick and mix one time and I felt so fucking bad for doing so that I never did it ever again. Just a singular sweet from a pick and mix. Just a singular sweet from a pick and mix in all, in, all, in all my time. Yeah, like a, like a shrimp, shrimp or cherry lip. Yeah. Um, Your nickname if you were a sweet, episode one. Yeah, cherry lips. Cherry lips, Mike. Um, you got no other school ones, no? I've got... Well, surely stuff in the science room. Science rooms are just like <clears throat> no. I told you about my my friend that cut, my friend Paul Richardson. He used to, we used to sit in science together, and he carved one day. I love Rick. <laughs> in using a compass on the uh, desk. Yeah, and yeah, this was not like some five centimetre, ten centimetre, it was literally, the heart was probably about 20 centimetres by 20 centimetres. you do it all in one lesson? Yeah. Not bad going, now. Really good going. Yeah. Really good going. And, um, yeah. Quite the craft. And then, obviously, the teachers used to be like, you've done this, he's like, why would I write I love myself? <laughs> <laughs> the perfect rhyme. Yeah, writing that somebody else has wrote that he, they love him, but it's actually him writing he loves him. <laughs> but, yeah, no, at school, I think, there's definitely a group of Kids that seem to be far more troublesome yeah. than, than others. I, I just feel like a science room. When you, I would not want to be a science teacher, for one, because you've got gas taps in front of all of those kids. And like, I just remember constantly always just like turning it really slowly so no, like the teacher wouldn't hear it, just to like release some gas until they like kind of notice the smell of it. It's weird, isn't it, that there's so much... Gas taps. They still have them now, like in yeah. classrooms, yeah. Do you ever remember like putting a naked flame to the gas tap? No. So I didn't only do it myself, a, but my Bunsen brother's friend burner. always used to tell a tale about how he did that and like a flame, like a six foot flame jetted across the, the classroom. But whether that's true or not, which is one of these yeah, urban myths. I don't think it affects health and safety. If like, they, well, it's that, possible though, isn't it? You could easily do it. What would what? stop it from happening? No, exactly. But I don't think they'd be allowed to be that virulent six oh, foot flames six. yeah like maybe you get like a 10 centimeter yeah, he made the same it. sound like a proper like uh, because also bear in mind all they're doing is concentrating that flow of gas into a really minute point which is then powering a bunsen, bunsen burner, burner yeah. which is not a big flame even on maximum boost but yeah so, cool. so so a six foot flame from the same pressure where it's just flowing like it's like, unlikely isn't it yeah, it's going to be very, so, very unlikely. A lot of the, t- the tales that I kind of heard, either secondhand through my brother or from my brother's friends, but now I think back on it as well, it, their tales of mischief always seem very unlikely. Almost like they kind of got them from a film or something, they'd see it in the film. I remember my brother saying that um, his friend James Sparshot, who was admittedly a bit mental, he... Admittedly by who? Well, Steve, my brother, basically. But he was, I mean, he was quite a crazy guy. The crazy brother guy. Admitted, he's a crazy guy who is mental, Mike. He had, he had so a had long goatee beard. So he had mental health issues. No, it? no, he just you were taking things, advantage of him. He just did things that you think only a mentally... Just, no, no, hold on. Cut! <laughs> <laughs> no, he would just do things out of the ordinary. His behaviour was extraordinary. Um, but there's this... He, he claims that during registration in class once they all sat down they could hear this kind of low humming noise in the classroom couldn't work out where it was coming from and the teacher was taking the register when they called James's name they said spar shots and he leapt into the air and said yes miss and he was holding an electric guitar and started playing his electric guitar <laughs> there's no way that happened there's no way that's no definitely my film no way isn't it? that happened there's no way what kind of yes miss <laughs> It sounds like such a school tale as well, though, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And another one where apparently the same guy 
was walking behind Mr. Gill, walking down the steps. You know, he had like a bald head. And it, apparently James Marshall was slapping him on the head at every step as I was walking down. <laughs> There's no way that happened either. Who is this? Who is this fabricator of lies? So it's either James Sparshot is doing the lying and telling my brother that it happened. And then my brother's telling me, or my brother's the, the liar. Yeah, maybe. Mischievous who, Steve. Who was the mischievous kid in your, in your class at school? In my class at school? Yeah. I don't know if we really had one. Well, a bunch of stiffs. Maybe it's me. <laughs> Why would you be the Pooey mischievous Mike. one? <laughs> <laughs> Shitty Mike. Why would you be the mischievous one? Probably from all the drawing pins and um, pipette squirting. Do you ever squirt pipette pipettes at people in, in science as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They used Again, to great little giving weapons. you ammunition in uh, yeah, science, science class. Well, yeah, we used to have, I used to have a lot of fun in science, but we didn't used to be aggressive towards each other. No, we weren't aggressive. Just not aggressive about it. Playful. Squirt from a pipette. Psychologically bullying people with the fucking walking out of their lessons a nervous wreck. <laughs> not knowing if they can sit down any given second. Because <laughs> <laughs> the little laughing leprechaun Michael's <laughs> darting in between chairs and putting laying his, be quite stealthy as well. laying his little traps. Yes, we know. You can be very stealthy. Um, what about... I also alluded to in the... In the introduction, the tying of shoelaces. Do you ever tie anyone's shoelaces together at school? I'm sure the go-to manoeuvre to fuck people up used to be one person crouches behind and the other person pushes Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a gangster move because everyone 100% of the time fell over. Yeah. But no, tying shoelaces together, I can't think of when you'd have an opportunity to tie someone's shoelaces together. I remember it happening at school. I don't know if it was me doing the tying of shoelaces or someone else and I was watching them. But I distinctly remember even myself or someone else creeping up, maybe in the science lesson, because you was all in a row, weren't you? Yeah, the kind of higher benches. Yeah, so if you managed to, like, if you was in the row behind, you could kind of maybe crawl hands no and knees way. from one row to the next, one in front of you. No, you'd be seen. There'd be space. No, it depends how engaging the lesson is. No way, it was some Catch little pole. ninja. I definitely remember, though, tying shoelaces together up to this person, or someone else did it, I'm not sure. And then that person standing up, but like falling over and only the way someone can fall over and both their feet are bound. It's just like, you know, like, just like uh, head first. They like, smash their heads onto anything. No, but just like kind of collapsed into, into the, like the, the science desk in front it's of It's a glass, the test tubes, the glass <laughs> test tubes. Yeah, in his ear. The magnesium that shit used to just light up like the brightest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and that's the story magnesium of how my best friend tubes. died. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, seen from Robocop in the acid (laughs) (laughs) do you you ever remember um, just randomly throwing stones or or coins around the playground do I no but I I do I remember always just doing that someone would just like have a coin or a stone and just like look around everyone would be watching doing it and just like launch a stone in you and they would all just be like standing there waiting to see if it hit someone like meerkats (laughs) (laughs) and did they ever I feel like once, once it had hit someone, everyone's like, ooh, and you turn around. <laughs> so <was> Naughty. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no one would ever know who it had been. No. Well, I'm trying to think, like, the thing is, generally in, in, in class, I was always in, not like, I imagine it used to be pretty naughty in the kind of the lower classes. The, yeah. The, the, like, because it used to be segmented by ability, not ability, actual demonstrated ability I should say because I wasn't in the top group and uh, 
yeah, I imagine that the higher the group, the more focused they were probably on. Yeah, I wonder what the bottom good. group in science was like. Must be just fucking war. Yeah, <laughs> literally, probably. literally. You think of it as enough messing around going on in our classes, and we were supposedly. These are people groups. that do not give a fuck about academia. Yeah. Like, literally, Group 8, like, it was just, like, Group 8, I think. Yeah. Dave Seal. <laughs> was he Group 8? No, I don't know. <laughs> it just wouldn't be an episode if I didn't I just even him. remember the perception of people in, in Group 8 maths, just thinking it must be, like, Scrugger. fucking... Scrugger. <laughs> Who would have been in there? Like, I reckon Scrugger would have been in there. You reckon? John Eagles, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's got Group 8 written all over it. Yeah. Uh, do you remember making each other pass out at the school? Yes. That's mischievous. That's dangerous, that is. I was talking about that just today, randomly enough, when I was talking about this podcast. That's, what? What, that's the thing I said I had to remember later. Ah, really? <coughs> what yeah. method did you use to make the, the person pass out? Uh, we used to make them hyperventilate. Yeah. Until like for like one minute, and then cross their arms on their chest, and then hold their breath and kind of, as if they're trying to shit. Yeah. Just pushing on their chest, and then bam. It's going, it's drop. Yeah. I remember waking up and just thinking like I've been in a dream for hours and yeah. hours and hours and then just taking like 10 or 20 seconds to be like, where the fuck? Did you ever I? do it again after that first time? <coughs> I think I did it a couple of times. I yeah. don't think I did it again. I think it shit me up. I didn't like it. It was strange though. Strange how the brain works in those situations. Oh, yeah. do you know what? I know. I'll tell you why we stopped doing it. Because we was doing it and then uh, this guy called Andrew Pollard. You remember Andrew Pollard? Yeah. We did it to him. He passed out, but then he started convulsing on the floor. I remember hearing about this. Yeah, and was like, shit. So then, we, like, I don't think we ever did it again. He kind of came round after a few seconds, but yeah, he was, like, proper convulsing. Fucking hell. Yeah, that was scary. That was scary That's shit. mischievous. Again, yeah. something I'm gladly I don't see happening in the classroom When I was now. a bit, like, well, like, I didn't really ever get caught doing anything really badly, like, mischievous. Like, the, the, the chip shop I used to work at, they used to... Um, like, I think I was like 14. It was the worst job ever. It was just cleaning all the shit out of the back of the fucking chip shop. Yeah. Like, Giz got to work front of house as well, which is fucking exactly the best job compared to what we had to do. But I was too small because it was too massive. So maybe he's got better customer skills than I had at the time. Yeah. But, um, yeah. But upstairs, there used to be like kind of like a flat above the chip shop where the kind of the guy, the dad who owned the chip shop and his son used to work there. He just kind of watched TV all day and just seemed like... Seemed Must have ca- stunk in there. Count his money. Yeah, yeah, absolutely stunk. But, and then he'd drop me off home, like this kind of big kind of... He was quite a friendly old guy, like... Yeah. He was only like a 10-minute walk, but it was nice that he had this really old van and he used to drop me off. Like, and, um, and then his son, Dom, who was kind of maybe like 25, 24, 25, a bit of a jack the lad, got his ear pierced, but kind of... But yeah, anyway, and sometimes he used to get taken home by his dad. Sometimes he used to get taken home by um, um, Dom. But Dom used to have this fucking massive stack of porno mags oh, really? in the uh, in the upstairs thing. Like, and when his dad wasn't there, he used to be all about these things. And I used to just be like, "What the fuck, porno mags?" So well, I always used to leave my jacket upstairs. When what I went. was he? So was he only? He was, wasn't his house. This is where he'd go. It's kind of like a house, or like a little one bedroom house above. Did he live there? No, I don't think so. So he kept a working. massive stack of porn while he was working. He'd yeah. go up into his office and look at the porn, and then yeah, do what he did, and then go back down and serve fish and chips. Maybe, maybe because he used to get the best looking girls in the neighbourhood to go and work at the chip shop as well. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's, well, by our neighbourhood, but anyway. So, um, 
one day I had to kind of plan. I was going to leave my jacket upstairs as I always did, yeah. then get two or three of these pornomates, put them into the sleeve <laughs> of my jacket, put them into the sleeve of my jacket. And so when I put my jacket on, I can put them like through the whole of the, the wrapped up magazines. Yeah. So I guess to the end of the night, I've got upstairs I've got like I've ever told anyone this ever before this is a world exclusive at the end of the night I've got my jacket upstairs I kind of stealthily at one moment in time go to the toilet and kind of all set this, orchestrate this up because dad, Dom's dad's not there it's only Dom downstairs and then put the jacket on and it must have been like a fucking drain pipe down my arm because I couldn't bend my, I couldn't bend my arm at all and then I get to the bottom of the stairs Dom looks at me and he's like What's wrong with your arm? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, it was oh, the no. worst. It was the worst. It was the worst. Owen's actually recoiling in his seat. Oh my story. god! I'm just like, I just went to borrow them. He's like, you can't take those. Oh no! Oh no! So I was just like, okay, okay, borrow them. <laughs> The whole concept now of like other people's porno mags is so gross as well. <laughs> it's so gross. Because porn was so hard to get hold of back then. So hard to it's get hold like of. It's not like now. Like a blink of an eye, you can be like knee deep in <laughs> horrible things. But back then. Yeah, no, absolutely. They'd, uh, so yeah, that was, um, that was awful. But then most of the So you just handed them over to him? Well, of course. What am I going to do? For fighting for them. <laughs> yeah. Run through his legs and off into the night. What um, what ones were they? I can't remember now. No. They were a good few years old as well. They didn't know they were kind of shiny new magazines. Oh. At the top, they must have stunk well the chip used. shop as well because everything in that chip shop yeah, just smelled yeah. of fucking burnt fat like, oh. everywhere. Like even the furniture was almost kind of shiny because there was so much burnt fat in the air. Oh. Yeah, it was pretty grim. But it was yeah, a that, thought. there was that time, and then then there was this other time. Again, relating to cars, but we were, in my weed smoking days, my early weed smoking days. Yeah. We used to have a scout hut at the top of our road, which was deep in the woods. And occasionally we'd just go up there, park right around the back. So it was like, first of all, it's on a road in the middle of nowhere. Second of all, it's in some woods. Third, we'd park around the back of it. We got our lights off. There's nobody, like not a house within like 500 meters in every direction off a main road. So it's like about as private as you get. And then we'd have a couple of joints and we were there one night and I'd met up with my friend who was also driving. We kind of drove up there to go around the back of the scout hut to have like a bit of a chat and just smoke some weed. Yeah. Probably hash actually. But anyway, and then we were there. It's like 2.30 a.m. on a Saturday night and then suddenly a fucking pair of lights suddenly pulls into this car park. <laughs> oh, we fucking oh, no. go into full panic mode. It's like, what the fuck? So the <laughs> weed is getting chucked under the, the mats in the cars. And it's a fucking police car. No. And then what follows a police car was a van, a, like transit van, another police dog van, and then a fucking another police car, like four police cars, and his car park's not that big. And then there's fucking police running up to the car with like mag lights shining. Put your, put your hands on the seats, put your hands on the seats. Oh, like, no. What the actual fuck? Like, I'm a little bit high. Be, it's like, this is like the worst case scenario. Yeah. <laughs> Literal worst. In, in fucking like... Oakland, which is like the safest like place ever. And um, anyway, so they kind of like drag us all out of the car. My friend Sean was a few years younger, was in there as well. And they're kind of lecturing lots, a lot about kind of not getting dragged into <laughs> irresponsible things with older people and all of these all of these things and um basically the 
police searched the car they didn't find this like two lumps of hash that we had which we put underneath us how they missed it they were absolute idiots yeah and they said obviously that's he said not obviously but there, there was a um break in a, a house in the area and oh so yeah that's why they were searching but oh my god i think I didn't they didn't find the the hash no because oh, you don't put into trouble for that it's been an official warning at least yeah yeah especially back then yeah totally totally but yeah the um the other ones were the my friend used to alan carolan yeah. used to be kind of quite in on in with the cricket club there winning cricket club which would be nice because we used to go spend quite a lot of time in his house his house was amazing it's digsville house yeah which is this huge kind of stately home which was divided into his apartments had this huge kind of communal garden but it was massive and the houses were just spectacular with a basement and the upstairs area nice yeah yeah because alan i mean alan's dad stepdad was the scariest man alive this guy called andy who was a his mum's boyfriend is you mentioned t- him on a podcast before oh yeah. goodness gracious this guy was where's, so where's he getting all his money from tattooing oh really he was a tattooer so he used to go downstairs and in, in, in Alan's ha- house which is his dad's tattoo studio and then there'd be pictures oh, really? on the wall of tattoos he's done on boobs with <laughs> nipples and everything and we just used to be like oh my fucking god <laughs> this is amazing <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, so so there's quite a lot of hijinks with Alan. I think Alan and I were probably the two, like, Alan brought out the, the best or the worst in me, but there's yeah. definitely some shenanigans around the cricket club and Digsville House because it was broken up into maybe 12 or 16 different apartments. They're so nice inside, like his house. Because mm. I went to his house before and it was bog standard. This was amazing. And I wouldn't say they were mega rich. They weren't mega poor, but they weren't mega rich. They, yeah. got, they, got, a good, they got a good deal in this one. And um, yeah, so basically, the <laughs> they was divided into his different houses. Alan got hold of some binoculars, so we used to go on a Friday night, <laughs> really? and just kind of crawl around the bushes peeping in the garden, toms. peeping tomming, trying <laughs> no. to work out what's going on in people's apartments. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This would be like fourteen, and Alan would be like, "I wonder if there's a woman taking a shower or something." <laughs> I swear, one day there was a woman taking a shower, but like, you couldn't see anything no, whatsoever. You never saw anything. But the insight, you could, you could. Light the excitement with the, <laughs> with, the, with the fuses, the tension in the air. Can you feel it? The tension in no the way. air. Yeah, it was. Um, but then, then we used to go to the cricket club. So inside, and Alan somehow managed to find out the uh, the number for the. Um, so they have a payphone inside, as most establishments do. Yeah, yeah. Which obviously you pay in cash and coins. But Alan found out the code, so you could make free phone calls on it. And then phoned up for hours on end, like sex lines, you know, the 0891, oh, no. like the 0891 number. Is that actually like someone on the end of the phone when you rung it? Well, sometimes, yeah. I was telling you, I was trying to get him to, um, I was trying to get him to be very much like focused on kind of those ones where you got a fucking, some sort of a big monetary value. Some of them were quite good, weren't they? Like what? Like, I don't know, like they'd, they'd send you stuff worth actual money but oh, okay. they've been yeah, yeah. running to like 50 quid a phone bill but they're saying something worth 30 quid yeah so basically it's uh he used to sit there for hours just phone the sex lines <laughs> yeah for hours for hours and i was saying why don't you do the competition once and then eventually they found out and they got like a bill for like fucking oh no hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds from the from the phone company Fuck. i bet they had to pay it as well yeah you would have to wouldn't you but there were some unscrupulous old school phone numbers, weren't there? They used to be 
We used to have we used to have a foam. I remember we used to have a a foam box on our row of shops. Yeah, like a British Telecom foam box. Yeah, and it always used to be this kind of run down because if a foam box in a, like a bus stop, the bus stop always looks like it was always run down, like it was like wooden. Plastic was all scratched up. And we stuff didn't even have windows. plastic. It was a wooden one because oh, really? ours was like a proper little village one. Not like the little screen bits, you know, like the maybe like later on, bits, maybe yeah. later on, yeah, but never no, never smashed in our ones. But but the mm. foam box, I remember when it transition from a phone box to a phone card and everyone was like if you put the phone card in the freezer you get infinite calls in it <laughs> really? and so obviously they used to leave bloody stacks of this i used to collect the discarded phone cards yeah and sometimes they used to have credit on them oh really yeah that's weird yeah but like not much like because you get 20 pound phone cards you'd get 10 pound phone cards yeah didn't you? what it's would you do with thing. this what would you do with this uh, well i just used to save them for a rainy day but i think i gave them to my mum and stuff like that or, yeah. or something but yeah it was like, like, i used to it used to be quite like something quite exhilarating as a kid seeing like Thrifty. going to the phone box and seeing like four discarded phone cards and then checking each one of them to see if there was any credit on them yeah not really mischief but quite something very like specific to the time yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah so we used to so so yeah we used to around um yeah, around around Digsville House and all around there, we used to, used to go to the playing fields of Monk's Walk because it was very close to that as well, that, our secondary school, and just play football there on weekends. But again, nothing really mischievous. I've got making um, fires in woods occasionally. I used to, but yeah, I was a yeah, yeah. fire stuff's quite. A yeah, I was just quite good. I mean, because I was occurrence. a scout, I was quite good at the whole fire building thing. Like I really was. So occasionally we had this area in the woods which is at the top of my dad's house where we found which is kind of like it's quite it was quite an amazing place it was very impossible to get to in the woods really by any footpath you had to kind of know but then it was like this clearing with like with like um grass uh. in the middle of the woods so it was quite spectacular yeah, we yeah. knew how to get there and in the middle of it, it used to be a fireplace and occasionally we used to make fires but then we always get paranoid because of the people seeing the smoke Right, yeah, yeah. So we didn't really ever do it for for for, for any any great length of time. Do you reckon someone would though? Like in the no, distance, no, no, nobody, nobody, like, would smoke give, nobody would give a fuck. No, really. No. But it was quite cool making a fire. Um, yeah, we used to have like kind of a yeah, like the shed at the bottom of my dad's house, right at the very. I think you've been you visited the shed. I have been. I have slept in the shed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's a shed at the bottom of Dad's house, which is kind of like a clubhouse more than anything else. Like just a place to kind of go away. Yeah. The dream always used to be to get electricity in there one day. That would have been like, I would literally have lived in the shed if I could have done, but it always used to smell really musky and old. Like all, sheds, all sheds always used to produce sort of acetone, you know, the stuff that you put onto like fences to kind of protect the wood. Creosote. It's creosote. Creosote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Acetone is what you remove nail varnish with, isn't it? Uh, maybe the smell of that as well because of uh, some of doing your nails in the shed. Is it? Is that, I don't smell that stone actually. No, it's definitely not that. <laughs> but I'm sure there would definitely be nail varnish maneuver in one of my dad's sheds. Yeah, maybe. Sure. Did your dad have a shed? Dad had two sheds. Two sheds. Alan, Lord. two sheds. They called him. Oh my god. The, the one at the bottom of the shed was the older of the two. I don't know if you actually used it for much down there, but the the main shed was at the top. That's where the guinea pigs would be kept. It's where Pepper, Gertie and Thumper were Pepper, during the winter months. Gertie and Thumper were kept in sheds. Yeah, you have to check out our, uh, I think it's maybe episode two oh, of yeah. the podcast, Pets, to find out the, the yeah. fate of those three. Yeah. <laughs> sheds, yeah, wow. I, yeah. I've, got, um, I've got another work-related bit of mischief, which I will tell you after this next ad break from our sponsors. Do you like retro video games? 
Do you like protecting your retro video games? If you answered yes to both of those questions, you're going to love RetroShell. Check us out at www.retroshell.com or available on Twitter and Instagram at HiRetroShell. Thanks for listening. All right, we're back again after another glorious potentially wrap. I don't know yet. We haven't decided what our advert's going to be in a new format, but well, I'm sure it's spectacular. We'll see it. Um, so yeah, work-related hijinks, mischief. I remember most of this would have happened, the PG-13 stuff, at the, uh, the sports shop that I mentioned before in our previous episode. What would that be? I can't remember what episode we were talking about. The sports shop. The sports shop was in... Shops. 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 Um, yes, one thing I used to do, I used to, I used to always have dreams of um, making one of these really elaborate... I've spoken about this before as well, Rube Goldberg machines. So like um, a really simple, a really complicated way of doing something simple. So my idea was in the sports shop that when people opened the door to the stock cupboard, there'd be like a series of pulleys and levers and, and wheels and stuff that would lead to them getting slapped with like a flip-flop <laughs> as they walk through the door. Yeah. Um, I never really got that far, but I used to have... I'd find like the biggest shoebox I could like fill with the heaviest shoes and I'd kind of balance them in a way or maybe attach them to like a string or something so that they would hit them as they're walking through the through the door. Or the drop on the head. Yeah, drop on the head or like spring through the air and hit them. I'm sure that I, yeah. I, I always, or maybe I did once the bucket of water on a door. Oh, really? The whole yeah, classic yeah. bucket the, of water. Oh, classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure I did it once to somebody. Yeah, it was the best thing ever. Yeah, that was a good few like lunchtime spent trying to trying to get that together, um, and then also at the sports shop when we would close up. Sometimes we would um, when all the other shops in the in the Howard Centre were also closing, we'd get dressed up in like uh, the most ridiculous clothes we could find in the sports shop. So it'd be like girls' swimming costumes and like luminous socks, and then we'd rollerblade around the Howard Centre. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Because there'd be no customers there, and it'd be all shut up. Yeah, it's a really good stretch there, like a decent surface. You go quite fast, yeah. It's, that must have been fun. Yeah, it's excellent. It's a shame as well. It's before the time of like a uh, video phone. So no footage of this anywhere, but probably some pervy security guard, <laughs> <laughs> adolescent Michael in his his leotard. <laughs> yeah, roll, rollerblade around the around the house and giving giving it. So I once did. Did you? So you never shoplifted anything? None of your friends? No. When I was older, when I met my now wife. Um, I stole a Cadbury's cream egg she told me she liked them in boots when we first met and I was trying to impress her oh my god what, what a loser. you're still together now yeah it she must love that, gang- the deal. Yeah. that gangster side of you yeah so you dangerous often, you often flex this yeah. gangster side to keep it things fresh do you remember I stole that Cadbury's cream egg for you and where did you steal from boots boots how did you how, did you, how did you do that right by the counter as well Right, and where they least expect it. <laughs> right under her nose. Um, I think I just lengthened the uh, the sleeve of my jacket so that my arm kind of like... Um... <laughs> like a hoover. <laughs> yeah. Put the, no- like the, the, the nozzle, the Switching sleeve Switching attachment. Over. Yeah. <laughs> and then just kind of like grabbed it while no one was looking. Stealthy. Yeah, yeah. It just, it just looked like an unassuming, non-handed jacket sleeve hovering over the cabbage cream yeah, actually different. I was stealing one. Like Alan, Alan went through a stage of shoplifting a little bit. I just really? feel fucking really awkward. Every what kind time. of things would he? Like, random shit from Halfords. From Halfords. Yeah, yeah, like magic trees and stuff. 
but yeah, yeah sessions yeah I just used to just get feel really bad so I didn't ever used to to get involved myself I didn't like who was like the bad kid in that had influence you I mean I remember at primary school I used to have a kid who lived next door to the school yeah Chris Bainbridge who went to our school actually. Oh, yeah. and he was always a bit kind of wild and wild kind child. of seen as the wild child yeah of the group because he used to live just at home with his mum and I think his older sister as well yeah and his mum used to just smoke cigarettes all day in this one room and never come out of this one room it used to be really weird so actually, who, who, I think do you think he was a bad influence on you he had some big dogs not necessarily but one day we went I stayed at his and we went out to um, we broke into our primary school Broke, broke into a school. In. We didn't break into the grounds. Not right. so I say it was breaking through a window. You jumped over a fence. We used to have a caretaker there. So we kind of chased us off. Go, yeah. We used to shit, we can't show our faces. Go, go, he chased yeah. you? Yeah, it was like on Friday night or something like How that. How old were you when this happened? In primary school, it was a 10. Oh, so you was actually a, a student at that primary school. Yeah. Why are you trying to get into the school? Because it's kind of cool to when you're 10 years old to get into the school at night time or in the evening when, right, yeah, yeah. when no kids are there and you've got the whole place to yourself. On the grounds. What did you do when you got in there? I think we got caught quite early. We oh. were playing on the playing on the playground because they had like a kind of like an adventure playground. Yeah. So just playing on that, and no one else was on it. So it was just us two. <laughs> like the climbing frames. It's so weird how the, the caretaker actually like lived there then. Yeah, the climbing frames as well. They used to be fucking awesome. We used to love the old monkey bars swinging. Yeah, yeah, I used to love it. And swings. What was you say? What do you say your favourite playground ride is? Yeah, playground. <laughs> playground. <laughs> I think, the, I think the monkey bars. Monkey I remember like there'd always be like different challenges you could do, like swinging from a, like jumping to a further away bar or like swinging from one yeah, bar to another. How, how far do you think you can monkey bar these days? <sighs> not at not all. As, I'd probably just fall off straight away. Probably. Certainly not as far as you used You've to, be able be to light, kind of launch yourself, mm. didn't you? Yeah. On these monkey bars. Yeah, too heavy to fun on the monkey bars now. I used to hate roundabouts. You used to hate them? Yeah, it just you feel so sick. Yeah, afterwards. they make you feel sick. Yeah, you'd always get someone to like spin it round as, as fast, fast as, they as could. possible. And the central fugal forces used to be yeah, fucking yeah. intense. There was always like um, rumors as well that someone once got their arm or leg trapped under there and it got chopped off by yeah, the. Yeah, I'm by sure I've heard of something similar. Do they still have roundabouts? Yeah, actually? definitely, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I've not seen a roundabout for a long time. No, I've, they definitely, definitely have them. And swings used to be good. And I always used to want to go swing over the top. Go all the way over. Yeah, like I was wondering if it was possible. I don't think it must be possible. You'd have to get up so much speed, though, surely, wouldn't you? Yeah, how would you do that? You'd have to be really heavy. Yeah. To get enough speed to then make it fling you all the way on. So, like on the Jackass movie when they do it with someone in a hammock. On the latest Jackass movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To do yeah. that in a swing, I don't know. I'm sure if you, oh, sorry, I'm sure if you looked it up on YouTube, you would find someone at least attempting. 360 on a swing. Have you seen the um, documentary about Action Park? Did I tell you about No, this? you've told us about it in the last episode. Yeah. Oh, God. It just reminded me of some of the rides that they had on Class, Act, class Action Park. Yeah, it was pretty intense. <laughs> but yeah, I think um, I think all being said, I don't really... I mean, I got kicked out of college. You got kicked out? What for? Just basically smoking weed and just not showing up. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, after I left the so that, was, that was their actual reason for kicking you out, though? Smoking just non-attend- non-attendance. Ah, okay. But I think, like, their, Chris was a bit of a, a rogue... A bit of a rogue child. Alan kind of became a little bit of a rogue. But generally speaking, most of the kids I hang about with are pretty straight down the line. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think like the main takeaway from this, when I was thinking about doing the notes for this podcast, is that actually all, all my mischief is very, very harmless. And I, I think I was a pretty good kid. I think I was all right. In the early years. Yeah, teenage years, not so much, but we're not going to talk about those in this podcast. I think the, uh, what, well, the late teenage years. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, I, I think I didn't really get ever get punished. I don't really remember getting necessarily the odd spanking occasionally. I don't, a police visit, <laughs> but really, and yeah, getting pampered for car. But I don't really kind of like you kind of have friends that used to be grounded all the time and stuff like that. I'm wondering if they had like there are the bad kids or really strict parents. Probably a combination of the two. Maybe, I guess. Yeah, although my brother was always in more trouble than I was because he oh, hang really? around with a different crowd. Yeah, and what yeah. kind of things bad was he in seats. trouble for? Um, not... Saintly Mike, the, the yeah, good one. Exactly. What Were you the favourite child, do you think? No, but I think like I just learned from his <laughs> <Nah>. mistakes. <laughs> I think like uh, being the younger, I could see like him messing up, getting scary dadded, and then thinking, right, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So Did you ever see your dad beat the shit out of your brother? No, no, no. I saw him chase him up the stairs once. And this is when my brother was like about 19 as well. So that was a bit horrible. Um, but, but I think my brother's mostly like getting in trouble with money, or drink, like, you know, being young, but like getting really paralytic. When was the first time you got drunk? First time I got drunk? Yeah. I don't know. I reckon probably like 14, 15, maybe. Where would that have been? I think it would either have been like with Luke Simmons one night was hanging around by his, or maybe when we went camping once in Oakland and we got flooded, <laughs> we all had like... Whose idea, of, whose idea was that? I don't know. I don't know. We Ooh. had bottles of like white lightning um, cider. I remember everyone just throwing up and then waking up and was all being drowned out by the, by the weather. Those woods. Yeah, I had to get picked up by my mum and Luke. So, uh, <laughs> got taken home. What time? It must have stunk. It must have stunk of like a combination of sick, probably we as well. What time did you? I don't know. Get collected. It's probably, like, it's probably about two in the morning. You tapped out. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember, I, I think I remember actually Dave Seal was maybe there and he, him being really, really sick. <laughs> and I think that's what put me off of having cider for a long time. What was the occasion? Time. I don't know, just go camping. It's the same thing, you kids. You just decide to, oh, should we go camping? Because your parents are okay for you just to go for like a wood, a random so, wood. Unless I hadn't told them that's where I was going. Maybe I told them I was oh, going somewhere else. Oh, do you do trouble? But then I had to phone up my mum to get us to pick her up, pick us up from a phone box, I guess. In the middle of the woods. Yeah. Where are you in the middle of the woods in Oakland? Yeah, of course. That must have been a Yeah, she must have been able to smell the alcohol and sick and stuff. Honestly. So, who was the most rogue child in your circle of friends? Well, I know, but I don't think I think it was all about the same. Not saying really? my brother was the the troublesome one. Yeah. He didn't. He did. Like I definitely had an extended circle which had some fucking borderline dangerous people <laughs> in in the group yeah. which I used to get on quite well with um, but there's always tales of baseball bats and mega violence which used to just scare the shit out of me but I used to be friends with them so yeah. never used to bother me too much yeah I used to stay away from baseball bats and mega violence when I was a kid <laughs> well I thought you said I thought that guy was going to duff your head in you well, yeah, yeah, duff yeah, your yeah. head in that's that? someone else's uh, someone else's violence towards me not the other way around yeah, I think all in all, do you ever get bullied? No. No, me neither. No, we had it pretty easy. Yeah, fucking soft, Straight down the middle. soft ass lives. We really have some soft ass lives. Yeah. Wouldn't change it for the world. No. <laughs> a little sprinkling of playful mischief in there. Exactly. Well, if you want to 
give us any feedback or, or talk about your views of Michael's nefarious years, um, you can message us on just, Twitter. Just mine. <laughs> it's me. Twitter or Instagram at High Nostalgiatron. Um, and apart from that, thanks for listening. See you next time. Don't be stupid, so and so. So, what do you mean, like so and so? Yeah. Um, and basically, uh, the sound of the door is yeah. Someone's that? breaking into the apartment. Um, this may be the last note. So basically, the um, the is that something that about my door? <laughs> Jesus, Basha. <laughs> <laughs> That door sounds like you're literally attacking it with an axe. Right, Russell. Yeah, exactly. Here's Johnny. Fucking Jack Nicholson made less noise when he was doing the shining, when he was cutting the door down. Have you got a bottle of wine in your arm? Yes. Coca-Cola? Getting on it again. And a Ferrero Rocher. You just have to go out. Fucking hell. Yesterday night, now I'm going to pay. I have to fight for the present. Oh,